Wardcast episode one, two, three. Go! Go! Easy as ABC. As easy as do re mi. As easy as one, two, three. ABC. Hey, I'm Dylan Vento, and we're back. Then we got the regulars back in. It's been a while for me. It's it's been a while. Uh, been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> God, just stacking up all the songs. Uh, yeah, you were you haven't been on since Backfest. Yeah. It's been one week. No. <laughs> um, how you doing, Will? I'm doing pretty good. Will Blanton doing good? Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You seem pretty. Uh. Um. You got good self control over there. Oh yeah. Given the device in your hand, <laughs> you know it. Uh, At any point, Will may unleash uh, a powerful noise upon the ears of <laughs> our listeners. <laughs> and no, it's back. He is showing great restraint at the moment. <laughs> I felt like that Magfest episode was very educational. I learned a lot about, about. a lot of things, about so many things. But uh, but Magfest <laughs> history, yeah, chief among them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what burgers are good? <laughs> and what burgers are not so good what a colossus roar is yeah what it sounds like what nightcrawler quiet is yep so many things so much education we're also joined by alex damrath hi how are you doing i'm doing great yeah yeah how was everyone's groundhog day what? how many times did you have to relive yesterday how none zero so you just skipped yesterday yes <laughs> you reversed groundhog day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice. It's, it's just a it's just a blackout for me. I woke up and it was today. Mm. 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 I think Alex isn't acknowledging his drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> he just thinks some sort of like magical occurrence is happening. <laughs> it's pretty magical. <laughs> we need to do, we need to help him. Will I saw some tweet about it? Uh, not his drinking problem, but oh, okay. Groundhog's <laughs> yeah. Day. It was something about like. Pucks to po- pucks to polyfill. Oh, the punxatani fill. Yeah, but it was pucks to polyfill, and it was about web de- development jokes because of polyfills. Ah. Uh-huh. So if you're a web developer out there, you might get a little sad about that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a one man dev shop, so I can't really sh- <laughs> enjoy that as much. I used to polyfill for the first time the other day. So, do you guys know what a polyfill is? I do. Yeah. Educate me. This is like basically how bullshit it this is. This is like to be basic web development, web Dylan. Developer. And the fact that you don't know this is just speaks volumes to your no, abilities. So, <laughs> what it speaks to is the amount of joy you must have at your web development job, not knowing what a polyfill is, because it's pretty good. What a polyfill is is when you're using newer, like for instance, the uh, like. E, what is the new javascript stuff es6 yeah and it's yeah. like you can use like let and promises and stuff like that okay yeah uh, but older browsers don't like new stuff and uh instead of web developers either saying like well we shouldn't like let's not jump the gun or saying like we're just going to develop for the newest shit and get people to just upgrade yeah and if you're still on IE, we, we actually eight, hold the you. power in this situation they're like, oh, we'll develop extra stuff so that it works on older browsers. 
So instead of not using or like instead of like transpiling new stuff into stuff that works with older stuff, you're like adding on new stuff so that you can use the new stuff and okay, it works. Hmm. So what wait, so what is specifically is polyfill? So that's what that is? Yeah, it's okay. like extra extra like a layer on top of everything that allows new stuff to be interpreted by old browsers. I thought it was like some new like Instead of use background color, polyfill. Yeah, like, I mean, it would make way more sense if polyfill meant draw a polygon and fill it with a color. But right. Exactly what I thought. Yeah, I was I was confused Silly for a long time. Silly game developers. But yeah, when I heard about that for the first time, I was like, y'all seriously deal with this shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to I have to like force like older versions of IE to act like Edge. Yeah. And there's like a meta tag for that. I don't think you can really do that. You can't like, it's not like... It's not how I'm making it sound, but there is a meta tag oh, where yeah. it's like, I forget what the fuck it is, but it basically, so some of my angular shit can still work mm-hmm. with older versions. Cause like, I guess the ability is there. You just need to like flip a switch or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I know the stuff that I need to know and then everything else is just black magic. Have you tested it on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, that's where I was getting complaints because you know I work in government, and so yeah, everyone's just like, I'm yeah. still using Netscape Communicator. Can I still go to the website? <laughs> I'm yeah. still using Mosaic. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, no, someone else was like, it was funny though because one of the auditors was like, Hey, I ran into this problem running on this this version, and then he like did all this research and got and was like, This is why I think will help fix it. And I was like. Shit, okay. man! Awesome. <laughs> Do my job for me. That's uh, yeah. All right. And I then really s- want there to be some old person calling in who's like still browsing with a Wii. Just <laughs> using the Wii Dreamcast browser. Like, yeah. <laughs> what other game consoles have brought? I mean, the PS3 had one, didn't it? Yeah, the PSP had one. I well, yeah. I, I mean, that one makes list. more sense. Um, it's kind of upset the Switch doesn't have one. Why well, it doesn't need one? I like that it doesn't have one. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty stripped down. You know, it's stripped down because no one thought it was going to do well. Everyone was just like, I learned my lesson from the Wii U. Uh-uh, not, we're not developing shit for this until it proves its point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now everyone's just like, oh, fuck. Okay. All right. All right. Get, get it. Get it. Get it in the works. Come on. Come on. There's no, like, Netflix for Switch, is there? No, but there's a Hulu app. Oh. And Netflix said, Gross. we're thinking about it. Yeah. So... I don't know. I mean, I don't care either which sure, way. Sure, it's happening. It's yeah. I mean, it's not like Chromecast isn't a better experience in every conceivable way, though. So yeah, I thought that I don't like care it was just super. Nintendo having like some balls and being like, "No, this is for playing games on. We don't want to be a Netflix box no, anymore." No, they had Netflix on the 3DS. Yeah, like they don't really give a shit. Yeah, I think it's just if you, if you make an app for it, they'll put it on there fine. But I mean, I just I don't care. Yeah. I have something that I watch TV with. I mean, I do. I would want a web browser, just because, like, if I don't have my laptop and my phone in front of me, it w- it would be nice to switch over to a web browser and be like, on the switch. You check this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's still good. Cause I've been playing with my new PS4, and oh. I saw that it has a web browser, and I was just like, why? What am I? What am I gonna do with this? <laughs> yeah. What is the web browser built on? Is I don't. It, even, I haven't opened it. I like half of. It's called WebKit. I'd <laughs> say like ninety percent of the apps it came installed with that I couldn't delete. I just did the Apple thing where I moved it to a folder. <laughs> you hide called, them. 
moved to a folder called utilities and then like moved that to the back of the line. <laughs> Except now nice. you can delete apps from your iPhone, Apple apps. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. They finally figured that out. Except it sucks because Wendy uses the news app that's built in. Oh, yeah. And I use Flipboard. So she'll send me links and they they don't link to like, you know, the Washington Post or whatever. They don't link to their website. They link to like the into the Apple News app. So I hit it. And then it just takes me to the app store and it's like, you need to reinstall Apple News. So I eventually just caved. I'm like, all right, whatever. Reinstall this. I buy Apple products for the ecosystem. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's what my grandmother says. (laughs) (laughs) I love the wall garden that an apple provides me. (laughs) (laughs) I've got coworkers. Uh, Not that old, but... Those are like the exact words, and I don't know. I don't feel like arguing it on any given day, but I think Google's ecosystem eats apples for breakfast. Boom. Yeah. I know. I this this I have no horse in this race because my horse died like ninety years ago because they just kept making them run the track. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like I don't give a fuck. Whatever. I don't like ecosystems. Use whatever you want. I don't care. Just don't talk to me about it (laughs) (laughs) okay give a shit if you think the google pixel 2 has a better screen or a better camera or better whatever or like you hate that they don't have headphone jack ports or you hate this or that or the other thing just fucking use your goddamn device i respect that yeah (laughs) um but back to the ps4 you have a ps4 now i do you entered welcome to the tribe sure will oh yeah you have one Get out of here. Can I have yours? No. <laughs> I've been it's it's nice. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. It's a good it's, device. I like it. It's not terrible. You got a pro. I did get a pro. You got a white pro. I got a, a, a peach. Just like how's it up there in your ivory tower? Um <laughs> it's pretty nice. I like the games that <laughs> I like the games. I, I know I like that games are giving me graphics options on a console. Oh yeah. That's interesting. Are you liking these ridiculous 4K? graphics patches Can't that you see have to 4K pull down. without a 4k tv but sure but you, i can i can turn most so far like the three games that i've tried have the option of like would you like 4k or would you like a stable 60 frames per second I'm like oh, i'll take the 60 please <laughs> yeah a lot, i mean are you one of these people that like makes a big deal about frame rate uh i definitely prefer it to resolution but right, i'm not yeah. like a stickler for either but if it runs like a nice 30 it's like is that are you fine with that are you just like <laughs> I mean, I will prefer uh, anything above thirty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't sure. matter too bad. Uh, yeah, I'm not I mean, a I'm graphic just, snob. I, I, yeah, I played. Deus, That's my question. I played Deus Ex: Mankind Divided on my PC, which is dying, by the way. Um, at like half the resolution of my monitor. So and and like all the settings on low. I think that should say something. Which right. is why actually I am kind of excited. I got a PS Plus subscription just in time to get mankind divided again and i might play through it again just to see what it actually is supposed to look like <laughs> <laughs> how good does this game look yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks okay <laughs> oh i could see adam's face now <laughs> people have eyeballs what there was some there was some decent uh what do you call it, optimization when you have like the two-on-two conversation scenes yeah where it started to look like an actual video game for just those moments and like you could make out face details because it's just like thing. popping everything out else like turning everything else off and turning the character yeah, on and, like blurring backgrounds and that sort of interesting thing. yeah and so like that worked but i don't know actual gameplay everything was just a little fuzzy did um someone did that with 
Shadow of War, they like popped it all the way down, like the lowest settings you could do it. And the jaggies on the characters are like crazy. It's like, man, at the lowest settings, Shadow of War looks like the best PS2 game ever. <laughs> How about uh, what's that Dragon Ball Z Fighters game? What about it? Uh, did you guys see the like super low graphics mode on that? No. Mm-hmm. It looks like a Game Boy Advance game. <laughs> nice. It's pretty beautiful. Are they just like they're just running footage of Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> but like yeah, four twenty. Yeah. From from like the the mid nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of frame rate, did you guys because of the the meltdown and the Spectre bugs and the Intel chips, did you see the uh someone made someone made a version of Doom that doesn't that doesn't suffer from any of the vulnerabilities of Meltdown or Spectre? Really? Because the vulnerabilities in those like they're pretty core to the technologies of the chip. Because there's like this this kind of like pre-rendering or pre-buffering thing that the chips do. So they're like basically making assumptions of what the next process is going to be before it happens. Hmm. Um, but so this patch he did on Doom doesn't do any of that. So it's entirely deterministic. So the, the CPU has to wait until like the specific process is run in order to do the operation. It runs at... I believe the number was point zero 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 three frames per second. <laughs> Original draw and Doom. update or just draw? I'm not sure. It probably let's go ahead and say draw and update. Whoa. Just for simplification. <laughs> it was pretty good. All right. <laughs> Did somebody post a speed run? God. That, you know, you know that's only a matter of time before that happens. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I watched the speed run of Morrowind last night. Oh, those are fun. Those are so good. Dude, Bethesda speedruns are the best. <laughs> They're just they clipping just, through everything. They just tear apart that engine like it's tissue paper, man. <laughs> it's great. But it starts off with, because apparently there's a wizard like near the starting area that's that's like experimenting with these high jump boots. Yeah. And he falls to the ground, and then you just loot the boots off of him, and then you just jump from the starting area to the final dungeon. And then from there, he's just clipping through the walls yeah. to get to the final boss. And like... <laughs> dialogue is happening while he's like still running and clipping through walls <laughs> and like the boss is going like you cannot possibly defeat me wait wait no, 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 no. and then he kills it but there's still like this monologue happening and then it fades the black and then fades up the final cutscene. but the dialogue from the previous scene is still playing so what? it's all just like just a mishmash of everything over one and top that's brilliant the skyrim agdq run this year was just incredible so fun to watch and everyone was having so much fun with it uh, favorite bit that they were constantly returning to this bug where apparently if you get on a horse because Skyrim horses right and and essentially trying to run it off a cliff the horse ends up going like completely 90 degrees vertical <laughs> for a minute oh god and then like they sort of have it stuck there and they're trying to get it in just the right position and then they get off the horse and it rockets their character and that's how they were traveling across the map to places they hadn't discovered yet. <laughs> nice. There's like, okay, we need to be in this city, and they were just like angling the horse to the to like so they would it would shoot them off the saddle in the right direction, tipping at ninety degrees and getting <laughs> off. And they just like pew like across the map. <laughs> how do they prevent fall damage? Uh, they like quick save right before they die, Smart. and then they yeah they like reload it, and then like when you reload it, it eliminates it, it, your momentum. And right, they just yeah they just spawn right back that's where funny. they're supposed to be. Because that's basically what they were doing with with the Morrowind one is that they would quick save and quick load back in, and it would allow them to clip through. Uh, which I guess I'm try- I was trying to assume how that would work, but I assume it would like 
I guess when you jump back, when you load back into the game, it like has to respawn your character or something. Mm-hmm. Just make a complete assumption off the top of my head. And because it does that, maybe it's like there's a rounding error in like the the 3D positioning of it that causes you to like be pushed into the wall mm-hmm. or something. That's my assumption. I forget what year it was, like STDQ or ADDQ, but um, there was a run I saw of I think it was Daggerfall, one of the first like oh wow, one of the first like 2D ones. Um, and one of the biggest glitches for that run was apparently if you like repeatedly melee attack a wall without a weapon, so like just your hands and feet, you'll start to climb up the wall hmm. to like areas that you were not supposed to get over. Interesting. Because of how rudimentary that 3D engine works, yeah. you just like clip right through them after like 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 kung fu attacking the wall <laughs> repeatedly. Those games are crazy. That yeah. Gamebryo engine has been through a lot of a lot of makeovers. None of it ever improving how it works. Do you ever see the? Do you ever see this, this was really big like a couple years ago where like developers were showing uh, like hacks they'd have to do for like to work around the engine. Or work around their tools. Yeah. And one of the things for Bethesda was in Fallout 3, there's the the pit DLC. It takes you to Pittsburgh, and you get there by taking this this tram that's underneath the White House, and then it takes you into Pittsburgh. But they didn't have... And so it's like a cutscene of this train going along this rail, but they didn't have like the camera like rigged well enough to like have it move on its own without it being possessed by the player. So the tram is actually just a head item that's equipped to the player. <laughs> and so it's still their perspective. <laughs> and then the player is just given like really, really high run speed and is just running along the tracks. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I remember. Yeah, I remember that now. Oh, man. That's good. The things we do for games. Or like how all the tables in Skyrim are actually just bookshelves but pushed into the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. What, what great video games. What, what great games. <laughs> Liars! <laughs> yeah, they then, lied to me. And then that inevitably happened, where yeah. people were like, "What? This is cheap! How dare you do yeah. this?" Right? Like, dude, shut the fuck up! Yeah. God damn it! Like, like you would have known if no one told you. Right. Anyway, um, if uh, you're a member of the uh, uh, Zenimax Creation Club, no. <laughs> oh, one thing I want to. Okay, this is like going way back. Um, sorry. Can I talk for a brief second about the PS4 store UI? The store UI. Yes. Yeah. Why is it such hot garbage? It's it's not the worst. It is, it is kind the of worst. Uh, I only go on there to get to the PS Plus stuff, and yeah, that's kind of like a pain in the ass to find. Where Where is my wish list? I made a wish list online. You can online. make a wish list? Yeah. You can go online. But you already solved the problem, Alex. You just go into the web interface and do it there. Just yeah. go onto the website. Why is the console one so broken, though? Because people still don't understand how to make good, like, system level game. Or Has there oh, been console a good UI? console store? I will say the Switch one's really, really good. I don't um, like it. Really? It, I mean, it's just a list. I can't figure out how to like. But everything's there. Everything that you need is easily accessible. It's not cluttered behind fifteen other things. I can't mm. search for themes on the PS4 store. I mm. can't search for avatars. Um, you don't need any. There is okay in the. <laughs> All in you the, need is the Undertale <laughs> theme, and you're done. Hang on. There is a <laughs> the main menu bar, right? Yeah. With stuff like recommendations for you, 
what's on sale today? You know, stuff that's like what you'd expect from a main menu bar mm-hmm. has a bit that's just, it's called PS4 Pro. I'm like, oh, cool. Games that are like specially tailored for PS4 Pro. Right. I bought one of those. I'll check it out. It's just a full screen ad for the PS4 Pro. It doesn't even move. It's static. It is the same image that GameStop has plastered in their window. There's nothing on it you can click. You just main menu item, Dylan. What well, the hell let's is be, this? Let's be fair. Like I hate video ads and like when Xbox had video ads, it was the most distracting shit in the world. So, I mean, there's no win- there's no winning to this. I will say I like the the text search. How you just start with a letter and then you just move the down the regular word. text input box is way better though. It, I mean it's good, but I don't know. I like maybe it's it's a combination of usability. Also, form and I typed function. in res to like look up where you know res infinite was, and it was like the fifteenth item on the list, and none of the items before it had res even in the name. I know what you want from me, Alex. I <laughs> I want you I to agree with me that the I'm, storefront is shit. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. It's shit. Yeah, they're thanks. all shit. Yeah, I haven't really experienced a good I storefront. I I think I think coming from the Switch, maybe I've been a little spoiled. I don't know. I will I agree. Think the like, Switch it's, is it, like it's perfectly, it's fine, right? And that's all it needs to be. And I would say like the PS4 one is like a is tick, incompetent. It's a tick below serviceable. <laughs> <laughs> is is god awful. I don't know. I I think everyone's sort of coming from other storefronts and thinking like like oh yeah, these are all pretty bad. Has not seen the PS4 storefront. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's my only complaint. I mean, I'm the Switch, thankful. The Switch one just tells me what I need to know. It gives me a, a right. image. It gives me a price. It gives me a name. And if you want your wish list, it's right there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's everything is, is perfectly fine. I don't, I don't get it, Sony. Can you have a human being look at that, maybe? That's Sony. Sony's uh, UX team is shared with Valve's curation team <laughs> they're, they're the same group they, they both list live in this like superposition between universes that's why they, they their job's so tough <laughs> we can't get out to anyone the main menu is at least okay it's serviceable even if like it's cluttered as hell but, yeah yeah i don't know hey get frustrated with uis that's me <laughs> that's a, me in a nutshell <laughs> that's why they call me Alex, no shitty UI dammer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but the fuck okay. is this? <laughs> uh, all right, but you have a PS4 Pro. Yeah. And and you've been playing what? I have been playing Monster Hunter World nonstop. Oh, nice. How's Mohun? Mohun's free great. It's uh, Mohun? Mohun. Mon, Monhun. 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 The big, the big MH. My big Monhun. Yeah. Hoon. Hoon. I I think uh God, I am trying to like say what I can say about it with like paraphrasing all of time. Without spoiling the rich narrative that is in a monster hunter Calm down, game. No. <laughs> Calm down. Without uh paraphrasing too much of Tycho's uh awesome spiel, because I think he covered just like all of my thoughts summarized in his blog post. Who's this? Um Tycho. Yeah, Jerry Holkins. Yeah. Penny um, Arcades. Uh, Jerry okay. Holkins. Yeah. Um, but just like his opening statement was so perfect. I don't know. I, I it's it it is the most humane iteration of a Monster Hunter game yet, but it's still not there. It's still pretty dense. Yeah. I I will say it's been tutorialized way better. 
um, so that you know it, it might be like text pop-ups on occasion, but for the most part, you're experiencing the game firsthand, and they're kind of running through running you through basics, um, very free form more so than original. And two quests in, I was hunting my big query. I know, um, I don't know Sam was you were you posted the Twitter post and. Sam was making a comment about how just like, you know, tedious Monster Hunter starts out with like gathering quests and like three or four hunt small thing, hunt eight of small thing, hunt seven of small thing, whatever. Um, this almost tricks you. You start off with a hunt six small thing quest and like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Teach you the combat you are exploring. Um, and then they give you the next one which is like hunt eight small thing and then halfway through it drop your first big hunt on you they're just like the big mohan right like one like one appears and starts eating mm. one of the things that you're going mm-hmm. after and and it's just like new plan kill that mm. and and so it's actually like yeah i i don't know i think all of people saying like no it's still pretty tedious but maybe is, is the combat still garbage combat is still as incredible as the first one still dylan vile Still as and trashy, still as fun, still as engaging, still as skill defined as every other. Whenever, whenever a combat system is 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 called garbage, there's one person that's always going to be like, "No, it's skill based." Yes, that's why you're so bad at it. Yeah, it is, Dylan. Uh-huh. Mister, I picked the biggest weapon because I want to do the most damage. And- I picked the biggest weapon just because, like, all right, well, I'll go with this one. The fact that the classes are inseparable from the weapon types, I think, is stupid. That is the class, right? That just- so every every weapon. If you don't in- know what you're doing if you're just walking into this cold. It's like I don't know, sword and shield. Who cares? So again, and that's why they're tutorializing a little better. There is like a brief description of each weapon and what kind of playstyle it entails. Mm-hmm. You pick up the biggest weapon. Combat's really, really slow. The great sword is designed for hit and run. You get in like one or two good swings, then you like sheath it and like wait for your next opening. It is a style of game that's not for everyone, for sure. That's why they have dual swords for people like you. Mm. You want to just run in and, and slash all you like. Dylan likes Batman combat. Yeah, I like the good combat. Well, not he the, likes Batman combat. Not the, <laughs> not the bad combat, otherwise known as the Dark Souls combat. I mean, I played like a hot twenty minutes of Let It Die, and I was like, okay, I'm 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 picking up what you're putting down. Let It Die, all right, like Uncle Death, whatever, like Grim Reaper on a skateboard, like okay, you're a little weird, fine, whatever. And then the second I just threw the first punch as my like dude only in boxer briefs and like the first level of the dungeon, I was like, nope, nope. That game honestly does have shitty combat. I like hit hit the button. It's a but it's a it's a Dark Souls like. No, well, I it's mean, like you hit the button and then he like winds it up and then, uh, and then that's the whole thing is that oh you gotta you gotta like be in like this weird time shift where you have to think about pressing the buttons like three seconds before you want to. Oh yeah, that part is cool. I'm just saying it's like very, it's nowhere near as polished as Dark Souls combat. Hmm. 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 <laughs> but so you're enjoying Monster Hunter World. I am having a blast. I it's I mean Monster Hunter is my addiction. I get into it the same way most people get into my strange like, addiction. <laughs> like in the same way most people got into like World of Warcraft and don't put that down for days and months and years. Yeah. Um I I play Monster Hunter when it comes out religiously for like a good 3 or 4 months. So how long till your fiance leaves you? Uh, you lose your job. She's aware. 
she's 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 already gone. Yeah, she's cool. Um, <laughs> she flew the coop. <laughs> I mean, it helps that um my first couple iterations of it were not around her. <laughs> my real real deep dark pit of I addiction. Started <laughs> what? I started with try. That was on the Wii. Um what also, can we talk about the naming convention of this series? What I is mean, it? It I'm assuming try would be the third one. But there's yes. like three ultimate, four ultimate. Okay. Uh. So how it works is is they kind of pull a Street Fighter with it. Oh good. Um cuz that's a easily follow, followable Dylan's like, oh, Hang Street on, Fighter anyway. with the worst fighting ever. No, so it's just it's, these bad titles. Like, here's yeah. Rainbow Edition. Here's Dash, uh, M Dash, Alpha. It's not Alpha nearly Man. that confusing. Alpha Man, M Dash. Okay, so it's <laughs> it's hugely popular in Japan, Monster Hunter, right? right. Um, to the point where they can get away with this. But um, every iteration has like maybe one or two updated versions. Okay. And they're not so much just updates as they are full-on expansions with a bunch of new stuff, um, like a new rank, uh, new armor sets, new monsters, etc. Um, so, what usually happened for the 3DS games era um, was that three, four, gener- uh, X would come out in Japan as three, four, and X, and then they would get to work on three ultimate the up expansion edition and four ultimate and uh, gen x and that would all those would be the u.s releases as well as new releases because they would like finish the localization around the same time the expansion was right was done okay so america we all got the complete expansion editions whereas japan was sort of like did you buy the old game cool buy the new one <laughs> it's the same, but yeah. it's got more. But it's got more. But they would eat that up. They didn't care so much like we did. Would. I think was their their point. Of course they would. <laughs> <laughs> Mohoon fans, they don't know what they're doing. They're just brainwashed at this point. I so anyway. If you give a heroin addict heroin, like what do you think he's gonna do? Well, to be fair, <laughs> be like, actually, I already had this this heroin. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for the new heroin. <laughs> to be fair, American developers have perfected the confusing name uh, sequels with two games. Uh, door of the more war and ward of the door more door more. <laughs> yeah. The, All right. And and Deus Ex Human Revolution and Deus Ex Mankind Divided is is also another great example. I meant to mention. Yeah, that last the Americans time I was just have here. a problem with the colon. Yeah. <laughs> Both subtitles <laughs> naming games and when it comes Whereas to fast food. Japan's just add an extra letter on it. That'll mean something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a letter sometimes. It's a number, a, like a, any character. Any character on the keyboard's the latest game. Guilty Gear is Guilty yeah. Gear XRD-2 <laughs> Rev3. Rev <laughs> these are just like these are just like internal programming like revisions that they're now just surfacing to people <laughs> yeah, i think so like someone meant to hit a one when they were gonna do 1.0 but they accidentally hit x so they're like let's fucking keep it cool yeah <laughs> so to wrap this up anyway i'm completely biased um i've previous monster hunters have sunk at least 200 hours each into um wow uh so i'm fully prepared fully committed to this one as well it's it's great i'm having a blast um and uh only complaint Actually, I will. I will levy this. I think other games had better variety 
in their monster designs and in their armor designs and in their weapon designs. I feel like everything, like the only enemy I know by name in that game is Rathalos. And I feel like at some point it's just going to be called Monster Hunter Rathalos. And then that's the only thing you're going to be hunting the entire game. I've played a so, Monster Hunter game and I can't name any of them. I would just call them dinosaurs. <laughs> Raytheon and Rathalos are the two mascot monsters. They've been in there since the very first one. And they're like the king and queen. They have to be in every game, even though everyone hates fighting them. Because they carry, they still carry like some of the Gen 1 mechanics with them, which are super annoying to fight. I bet if you just repackaged this game with a Pokemon skin, I'd be like totally on board. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, w- I would buy that. An animation RPG. canceling. <laughs> yeah that's why that's all that's all you need to give me that's I all will, i need i will have you try it dylan and i will hand you the dual swords weapon and i feel like you're gonna be like what the fuck this is great now i just want a character <laughs> the character creator that's all i want okay i'll fuck around with that for like an hour and i'll be like all right done where's the cat one yeah did your did your cat respond well to the palico uh not as vibrantly as the twitter posts but when it meowed she did like look up and be like what the fuck who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck in my house? Yeah, and like every time, every like I've noticed on occasion, I'm playing and the cat makes meow noises, and the and my cat will just be like, "What?" <laughs> he speaks. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> also, the fact that they call the, the the anthropomorphic cat servant a palico. Yes. Uh, Phalines as well is the other one. Um, Phalines are like the wild ones. I feel like. Like between them and like Game Freak, like or the Pokemon company in general, it's like Japanese localization teams are just <laughs> just like failed comedians. Like, yeah. like I thought, like my 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 set of just all puns was really gonna <laughs> take the world by storm, <laughs> but apparently not. So now I'm here naming Pokemon, <laughs> but people love it. They eat this shit up. I think Palico is like the only pun though. I think I might be wrong. I, I mean, Rathalos. Yeah, it's wrathful. That's a giant, mean old dinosaur dragon thing. Yeah, but you've also got Zenogre. Where the hell did that come from? And and Ludroth, Ogreish, and Geocris, and I don't know. I feel like most of the monster hunter names feel pretty original. Most there's no such thing as originality in language. In language. They're unless, like they're pretty mad. Talking about juice. Yeah, unless yeah, we gotta yeah. get that shit out of here. <laughs> I'm all for juice. Ah, uh, Mo- moist is a little weird to me. Moist. Um, soggy is great though. Getting that menu soggy. <laughs> mm. Mm. Just use just use the word that you're trying to make sound cool by saying juicy. Just say what you want to say. What word is that? I don't know. You tell me. Because you're me, the one saying juice all the time. To me, it's juicy. Yeah. What does that mean? It means it's it means it's juicy. What does that mean? You, you context clues, Dylan. Pick yeah. it up. You learn that in elementary school. It could mean it's colorful. It could mean that it's 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 yeah. bright. It could yeah. mean that yeah. it's it's Has sweet good animation. Any number of that. Juicy nice. does not mean good animation. You can't could, just draw yeah. a line from A to B like that. Sure you can. No. Yeah. No. This is this is the this is the it's an destruction adjective. of language. No, it's not. It's the yes. evolution. It's natural. No, it's how no, language works. No, this is not works. natural evolution. This is some sort of like... You talk to anyone Genetic at Mary- lab, some science <laughs> experiment gone awry. 
You talk to anyone at Merriam-Webster, and they're just like, yeah, we're going to put dab in the dictionary because everyone uses it. Like, that's it, how language works. Yes, that's why I'm trying to s- cut it off by the, at the source. You can't stop it, You got to stem the flow before it gets out into the general populace like a <laughs> contagion. It's already out. No. Game dev community oh, yeah. uses Jesus, juice you're rampantly. You're, you're, you're out of time, man. Kill all the game developers. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a nuke in California. This <laughs> <laughs> bioweapon is dirty bomb, but it only targets people who haven't been out in the sun. And <laughs> have you ever? Oh has anybody ever referred to a game as juicy? And you look at the game and you don't know what they're talking about. I think I do. So, I think you misunderstood what he was asking. Yeah, he I said, mean, "Have you looked at a game? Have has someone said juicy and you weren't able to oh. annotate what juicy meant in the context of their game?" Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that moment. I probably haven't, but still, it's a there bad word. Will seems like it's communicating really well. <sighs> seems like it works. Seems like it fits. I don't know. It's just one of them cool guy words. I'm not all about <laughs> saying it to sound cool. Dylan cannot into slang. No, he just can't do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> We're all prim and proper over here on the wordcast. No what's juice. The, what's the new one I like a lot? Uh, Is it not moist? No, the soggy. Was there soggy? Was soggy the one? No, it was uh, it was um, Emily Emily coined it during Global Game Jam. I can't oh, remember. Gosh. Was I there in like the three hours I was only there? No, I remember it was it was posted to the we, Slack. Yeah, we talked about it in Slack for a while, but I completely forgot. Uh. So anyway, the other game I've been playing. <laughs> yeah, go tell me. Uh, before I got my PS4. <laughs> Wait, quick cut. What's that you have, Will? What are you talking about? Will brought a gong. <laughs> What's in my hair? Oh, God. It's it's a what? It's a, it's the a thunder tube. Thunder tube. Thunder tube. It's a monster hunter weapon. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only effective weapon against a Raffalos. <laughs> um, God damn it. Uh, where was I going with this? Oh, um, before I got my PS4, I wanted to finish Dishonored 2, and I did. Yeah? Um, I liked it. Uh-huh. I liked it a lot. It yeah. was good. Um, it was... Did you, did you, are you, did you do the, the good ending or the bad ending? I got a pretty good ending. Yeah? I tend, first playthrough, I tend to be as sneaky as possible, although it's got, like, after mission, how did you do scoreboard kind of thing, mm. and according to it, I was not sneaky at all. <laughs> Which is this probably true. So picky. <laughs> There's a po- certain point I mean, look, where I'm just I, like, whatever. I, I play stealthy, but I get caught a lot. And it's like, as soon as I get caught, I'm just like, ah, murder, murder, murder. And then <laughs> I run away. <laughs> just Corvo. <"Whoa!"> <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I'm back to sneaky and no one saw me and I'm good. <laughs> did you play Corvo or did you play Emily? Uh, Emily. Um, I would suggest for anyone who's played Dishonored 1, uh, Emily makes Dishonored 2. Playing Corvo in Dishonored 2 is just like a Dishonored 1 expansion. Mm-hmm. It's boring. Try the new powers. They're you like great. your shadow web thing? Yeah, actually. Blink equivalent? Once you upgrade that so that you can like grab people, it's incredible. It's it's such a versatile tool. Did, does she like, pull them towards She her? pulls them towards herself, but like you get a little bit of time for you can you can like move out of the way and they'll just get like launched over the edge of the level. Cool. Or uh, if you launch them to you, you can grab them in midair or like stab them in midair, depending on whether or not you want to choke them or kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I uh, going back. I got the good ending. 
I am playing mo I, I as stealthy as crappy as my stealth is, I would non-lethal wherever possible and truly avoided killing. Um and all of my prime targets, there's always a cool creative way. This is what I love about it. There's always a uh oh yeah, sorry. A really intriguing way to end the level without killing your prime target. Yeah, they did that in Disarm One. I remember right. that. Right, um, and that's what sort of implores you to explore the whole space. And once you do that, you start to realize just how their brain was working designing these levels, right? And like unpackaging that knot, uh, untying that knot, is probably my favorite thing about these games. Right. Um, just picking up on all the little clues they left, uh, all the bits and pieces that sort of say like, um. Like, if you had known far beforehand, then this level would be way easier that, say, this character was actually the bad guy the whole time and the person that you're supposed to be hunting down. Um, so, like, if you know that, you can just put her to sleep and completely avoid a boss fight where you have to, like, while she's chasing you through the level, uh, you have to try and, like, prepare an antidote to make her not evil or something like that. And and that's the kind of cool immersive sim shit that I'm into. All right. Um, that make a second playthrough even more fun. And uh, I have a love-hate relationship with stealth in first-person games. Yeah, I think Dishonored... Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I think Dishonored sort of... I think to me, what makes a good stealth game is good player information, which yeah. is why I think Mark of the Ninja is one of the better ones to come out. I think Skyrim does a really good job. Like, with that eye, like, it's very simple, but it, like... I always knew, where, but you can't where I tell was. who spotted you. Sure, but like at least you know what what this what the state of your stealth is. Mm-hmm. In in Dishonored, I was always I had to keep my head on a swivel. Like yes. I had to just keep spinning around and around. Whereas like in Skyrim, it was like a hot or cold situation. Like if I move forward and the eye started opening up, you move back. Like you knew that that was a wrong step, and you could immediately undo that. But other ones, yeah, like the Wolfenstein stealth, I didn't really like. like yeah, I, I that tried, gives you like no information yeah. whatsoever. I tried engaging with it all the time, but it never. Um, I, I would kill like two guys and maybe sometimes a captain, and then inevitably someone would find me. I was like, all right, time to shoot this place all to hell. Metal Gear Phantom Pain is really, really good because yeah. it gives you ample warning, and then if you do get caught, you get that like three seconds of you press this button to snap your aim at whoever just saw you and pull off like a trank headshot or something to shut them up Mm -hmm. and then you'll still be in stealth and like that was incredible i feel like player information makes a not bad stealth game but i think like stealth like if the stealth gameplay is not fun then i don't think it's like i wouldn't say skyrim has good stealth mechanics it has good player information but like if you play purely stealth it's not like a fun game i don't know i, I always like sniping people with a bow and arrow yeah i mean stealth. it was broken as hell sure it's, but so the, after a while it got really boring but yeah that's like, how but, i played that too was, that was basically you not engaging with the game's gameplay that was you like avoiding it you know what i mean yeah, yeah I, i'd say though it's not fun i don't know yeah i think spells are probably the most fun way to do combat in that game because there's a little more management going on um sword play was just dull you're holding down right trigger until they die 
Uh, well, I mean, you can parry and block and stuff. Was there parrying and blocking? Well, there's blocking at the very least. Okay. I don't. I don't think there was parrying. Yeah, you could at least hold a shield out though. I there was like that. shield bashing. Okay. Yeah. I remember having a little bit of fun with shield N- bashing. Now I'm like, now my memories of like the melee combat in Skyrim are like mixing in with Dishonored because I know you like. Cause yeah. Because Dishonored has like a similar thread. Dishonored has parries and blocks and like charge attacks. I distinctly remember seeing like the stumble animation a million times in Skyrim. Uh, of the enemies, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> Whoa. and and then they're just like straight back, like <laughs> yeah, must have been the wind, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then there's um, I don't know, bow and arrow just feels like the funnest way to at least cheese it if you don't feel like partaking of any of the standard combat flavors. I did a lot of bow and arrow, and like looking it was back, great. On it was it, so good. <laughs> I, it was because I just didn't like playing the game. I, I would like want to know what's over there, and so I would bow my bow and arrow my way over there. I always thought it, that. I mean, it's not because I wanted to avoid avoid the melee combat. It was because I like that was such a good power fantasy for me of just like, <laughs> all right, we're just gonna crouch here and just <laughs> take out this entire room of bandits. Yeah, those good times. And then they introduced crossbows, and like, oh my god. And then spend like thirty minutes trying to retrieve arrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I do that in a lot of games. Yeah, what was I doing that in recently? That like PUBG. I think you retrieve arrows in PUBG, but there's other another game. Oh, uh, Blood Dragon was brilliant because the arrows were like neon, so you were like, there oh, it is. Yeah, God, yeah, that's all I want is just be able to <laughs> easily sight the goddamn thing. Yeah. You saw that new uh, the new Far Cry DLC? I heard about it. I didn't see it. It's uh, it's on Mars. There's, there's one three. on Mars. There's a zombies one. Uh, a Vietnam one and a Mars mission one. And I know the Vietnam one, the conceit is you go back in time. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know if you're playing like the main character from the main game or what's going on. I watched the Mars gameplay trailer, I guess, and I had no idea what was going on. But you don't play first pressure shooters, Will, so it's like. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just like. <laughs> Where is your. This guy's like flying around and shooting bombs at everybody and they're just like stumbling and then he just shoots like 20 more bombs. And there's like fire, like there's like almost like meme quality like fire on the uh, HUD to show you like this is where the dude with the flamethrower is to your right. And you like you turn to the right and the dudes. But like on your HUD, it's just like this like Like a low res GIF animation. Nice. All right. I'm on board. I I was just like, this looks so bad. I never played Blood Dragon, but Blood Dragon was great. Really good. So good. A lot of a lot of good stuff. I like Far Cry three. I never played four, but Mm. I'm excited to get back to stealth first person shooter combat of going around. Super on board with like Mars Far Cry DLC, and then I saw that and I was just like, I don't see the point of this. You have like super low gravity, which like, hmm. does Mars have low gravity? Yeah, I would. Yeah, well, not not like moon level low gravity. Yeah, this was like moon level low grav. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I shouldn't like hate on it before it even. Drops. That's never stopped you before. Yeah, <laughs> but it, that's never especially concerning AAA games. Yeah. Uh, if there anything like Blood Dragon, then I'll be into it. Yeah, so. I'm just um, excited for a new Far Cry. Yeah. Really like and man, we're we're the, gonna see we're gonna see what what the fuck Ubisoft has up its sleeve with this goddamn setting. We're gonna see like yeah, I'm way how, ex- I'm way more excited about the main game, which is very weird for Far Cry and me. I'm yeah. just I'm I'm seeing how they stick the landing. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> yeah. all right, guys. That's what I need. It's uh. 
looking interesting. Either it's going to be like, wow, this is a very interesting, uh, present, prescient commentary on the state of of <laughs> of, of gun ownership in America and and uh, right wing like conservative, uh, you know, evangelical Christianity in America, or it's going to be like. Man, you guys didn't fucking do a thing. You didn't. Yeah, like, I don't think you should hold your breath for it. Oh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. No, even if it's like super schlocky or whatever, like you know, that's what you expect going into a Far Cry game. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact, like you know, opening for Far Cry Three is like, oh well, we're a bunch of bros having fun on this island, man. Travel vacay, <laughs> and then it's like, this is a nice fucking phone you got here. <laughs> like we're gonna sell you off and ransom you to your parents. Oh my gosh. Fucking trust fund little shit. <laughs> If they rein that into just like that and said like is that the one where there's like some lady that's like I'm a mystical tribal woman? Yeah. Yeah, if they just reined it into more like you're rich and white and these people are just going to sell you, then that I feel like I would have been way more into that. Well, the big turn in that game, spoilers for that. Anyone care? Yeah. Is that Vaz dies like halfway through the game? Oh yeah. Like so Vaz like the guy on the fucking cover, the guy is like you're kind of like arch nemesis. Uh. He gets like he has a boss, and the boss is like just this white, oil baron looking motherfucker, yeah. this gun runner. Um, and I think you kill Vaz. I think is the thing there. I couldn't stand that dude. He became like the uh, Joker of that. Oh yeah, year. he was like a cartoon villain. Yeah, um, everyone was quoting that the definition so of insanity thing that I hate. Yeah. Do you know the definition of insanity? And it's just. Like, like, A, no, that's we... fucking not the definition of insanity. <laughs> and B, stop quoting it. There's uh yeah, you know what? You're right. It's a lot like, Albert Einstein. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, attribution unknown. Um, no, you're right. It's a lot like, like oh, we're going to quote Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. Let me show you a magic trick. Yeah. Make this pencil disappear kind of shit. Like everyone likes that super edgy. That said, the part where he fucking ties a cement block to you and then kicks you into a river along with like a dozen other people is pretty fucking cool. You're talking about Joker or Voss? Voss. Yeah, I never played that game. Yeah, I don't know about that part either. There's a bunch of gotcha moments in there where it's like he almost gets one over on you, but he like never just straights up like bullet in the head. It's like. You know, convoluted um, way. Yeah, it's like fucking Bond <laughs> villain level. Like I'm gonna put you on this, this you know Ferris wheel, and when the Ferris wheel hits the top, it's gonna explode. <laughs> and speaking of Dishonored too, <laughs> oh, is there some shit in that? In yeah, there? I don't know. I I think my one big thing. I don't know because I, I I can't come out of every game thinking it's perfect. You know, um, it's true. It's uh, I don't know. Dishonored's writing, Dishonored 2's writing and story were just. All over the place. Um, I mean, the first one was like that. But the first one was at least, like, coherent enough and understood that, you know, like, it can be simple. We can run with simple to make everything else work. And I think for Dishonored 2, they were just like, oh, let's just keep pushing it as far as we can go. Um, I don't know. First thing that happens, like, when you pick the character that you're going to play as, the other one gets turned to stone. And like like if you pick Emily Corbin, right, it gets yeah. turned into a statue and it's and then she's like, Now take this other one to a, their room or something and they like lock you and and it's what why didn't I get turned to stone? <laughs> also, what are like the systems of this universe where like like I know there's like the, the strange was it the stranger? The outsider. The outsider. Right. Um or it's like oh he like gives people, he just randomly chooses humans and gives them power. 
Um, but it's like, at what point were turning people to stone in the cards? Uh, the powers are vague and... Right, which is the problem. They're defined as magic, lol. Yeah. Yeah, it's just whatever you want, except as your player character, you're confined to these six, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, like, the first the story in the first one was kind of was pretty trite. But the writing was, like, okay. The writing was fine, but also it was, like, I felt like people... Here's the problem I have with, with storytelling in general. Your world building is not your writing. So when I would talk to people about like yeah it's like the story's like it's it's okay it's serviceable whatever like you know classic like betrayal like trying to get revenge save yourself blah 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 but it's like but the cars run on whale oil like that's not yeah. part of the fucking story that has nothing yeah. to do with the plot that's just set dressing but granny rags that's fucking that's not anything to do <laughs> with the moment to moment plot <laughs> and i i completely agree with you but i will say i often get more sold on the world building than i do well, the writing and everyone the does and that's yeah. the problem I, I don't know it doesn't bother me that much it bothers me a little bit i i think but I, you um, can do really good world building and also do really good plot like oh yeah in the witcher like I, the witcher has a very good plot i think deus ex is pretty good at it mm-hmm. they, they've got their their cyberpunk world pretty much nailed down and their characters are solid and grounded mm-hmm. in it um, well, everyone like kind of champions like those first two original ones, like the War Inspector ones, as like this is like this is when games got serious, man, got real. And I'm like, okay, yeah. all right. And like, look at the plot synopsis, and it's like two thirds through the first one, and it's like, and then the aliens showed up. I was like, really? What? What's going on? They at here? least retcon that. Oh, did they really? Well, actually, okay, I should say, I don't know if they've officially retcon, retcon. Or like one or two even like part of like the official... The Square Enix ones are technically in the timeline prequels. Um, uh, fuck it, what's his name? First first game main character. I don't know. Uh, is something Jensen. Adam okay. Jensen is like his great-great-grandfather. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, um, got you. Yeah, uh, that's, that's sort of how they've done it. But it's always been the Illuminati. Is Every Deus Ex game, they are the main Easy. villain. Yeah, we need we need a thunder oh, yeah. thunder two. Hold on, <laughs> the Illuminati, the, the Illuminati, Illuminati. Illuminati. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, the Illuminati. <laughs> Rain falls. <laughs> a single guy at the end of a large uh, board room <laughs> table. <laughs> Hands claps together. It's raining outside. Lights turned off. <laughs> Thunder claps, illuminating half of his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every every day a sex villain is the Illuminati. Um, even in the one with where aliens show up. That's, I mean, that's how it works in my world too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so like, yeah, Deus Ex is fairly grounded. Dishonored one. I don't remember the writing being this campy. Dishonored two was like anime levels of, of Kish. Mm-hmm. I, it was just like, like you start off the mission with, you know, on, on the boat and the lady's just like, okay, you're going to go kill the guy now and finally you will have your revenge. And you get off the boat and like you put your mask on. She's just like, time to give the Duke what's coming to him or whatever. And like, <laughs> like these are actual, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> like these are actual voice lines and they're told with the, with the seriousness and the machismo of like, uh, <laughs> All this like, money spent on all these games and all this storytelling, and I haven't even bothered to make a fucking Max Payne 4. I'm so goddamn mad. 
What, uh, you think Max Payne 3 was good? Oh, yeah. Max Payne 3 is such a good game. Is this why you're like shaving your head and growing out your beard? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, all right, it's real talk. I was thinking like, so I've been thinking of like actually shaving my head uh-huh. um, because my hair is thinning. And I was like, you know what? The perfect time to do that would be Halloween. And I just fucking go as Max Payne for Max Payne 3 and just get a Hawaiian shirt and a gun holster or and like a greasy wife beater. Or find a barcode temporary tattoo. And goes. I'll be Agent Forty Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I have to shave everything. Yeah, and when he's on board with that, beard would grow back. It's like this negotiation I have to have with Wendy, where I'm like, Uh I want to shave my head, and she's like, "Well, you can't shave your face. You shave your head." I'm like, "It's my (laughs) body." (laughs) (laughs) Not anymore, Dylan. I guess not. Not anymore. I gave that away. Is that true for you, Will? Do you have to stay exactly the way you look right now <laughs> yeah. for the rest of your life? <laughs> yeah. Is that part of the pact? No, I've been told something similar. That was, that was my deal, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, this hair's just getting longer and this belly's just getting bigger. <laughs> that was you, your prenup? It's yeah. like, hey, <laughs> sign the paperwork. Sign this. You guys have never seen this, but like all through um, high school and first half of college, my hair was Oh, long. I've seen it. It's oh, okay. flowing. All right. Um, is it Michael Listo length? Just about. Main. Actually, Dude. for for a time, it might have been longer. I'm not Alex's sure. Alex's hair was dope. <laughs> <laughs> then look what happened. He was like basically Sephiroth in high school from what I've seen. Uh, and then... Uh, All the middle schoolers are excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, uh, I had to... I hated it after a while. It was just like I kept laying on it when I was trying to sleep and it was just like I kept cutting it shorter and shorter and putting it in like a tighter ponytail until I like had a discussion with Mickey where it's just like it's gotta go. I can't stand this anymore. It's shady. Yeah. See the meat of the hair. (laughs) Chopped off your mane and then put it in a bag. I have on several occasions just been like, I gotta go look at Alex's old hair. (laughs) Oh my god, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Should print out like a wallet size photo of it. Yeah. There, there's some photos like on the old Facebooks of, I think that's why M drew me with dive. A, I yeah. think that's why M drew me with a ponytail and my Slack icon was because that's how she remembers it. Oh, I thought we it was a, M, a man bun. We did a deep dive on Dylan too, and uh, <laughs> like we're Dylan's calling just a deep looked, dive. Yeah, Dylan just looks exactly the same. Well, I mean, my hair used to be longer. It used to be yeah, like there Alex's was, yeah. length, but like okay. not in the that same was style. That was kind of weird. Like I had bangs. Yeah, yeah, and then but like you know, being the son of two hairdressers. It's kind of like, God, I got to keep up appearances or whatever, but I never liked the way my hair looked. Yeah. Like, every morning I'd get up. Ain't that like, just the way? Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to buzz this. It's like the son of a priest who has to grow up, you son know, being... Son of a priest, man. <laughs> to, like, grow up being, like, taught and, and, and divine, but doesn't... But wants to be free and punk, yeah. and you're, yeah. like, the son of two barbers who... Who can't stand his hair. <laughs> well, it's also funny because, like, my dad... You know, my dad has, like, a full head of hair, but none of his brothers do. Mm. and neither of my grandfathers did uh and it's like you know if your uncle is bald you you most likely have the gene is the way it was explained to me no okay but it's like i don't know what faustian deal my dad made where it's like (laughs) i want to keep my hair and then the devil was like all right but you gotta work and hair your entire life all right but one of your sons will be a game developer (laughs) no (laughs) also what are video games (laughs) My technology illiterate father <laughs> can't turn on a PC to save his life. Oh my god. It's the big button. It's right there. 
You just hitting the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> I've hit literally every button. <laughs> These are all the buttons. These are all of the buttons. I don't know what you want from me. Now the lights are out. <laughs> no, my that, home, that Homer Simpson scene, like, where's, where's the any, any key? key. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad, My I remember when my brother and I, for Black Friday a couple of years ago, got both got 3DSs because they were like, a hundred bucks or 150 at Kohl's or something. So it was like, fuck it. We're going to get 3DSs. And then we both got Smash Brothers. And he's just like, huh, boys and their toys. And I'm like, listen, old man, this here is a high tech gaming device. <laughs> this is called a video game. <laughs> get on it, pops. <laughs> Ain't no toy. Future is now, old man. I <laughs> rocket away on my hoverboard. <laughs> But yeah, so Design 2 is still good. Yeah, I, I'd still say definitely worth playing just to experience dem levels, man. Monhun, like, still good. Monhun is everything. I'll wait till it's on a Humble Bundle, and then I'll probably pick it up. Monster Hunter? No. Okay. Uh, Design <laughs> 2. No. Okay, yeah. Monster Hunter, no, that's a, that's a black mark on Dude, my if legend, you're coming man. over to do the character creator, I'm putting some dual swords in your hand and being like, now does it feel better, Dylan? I'll be like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Fine, whatever. And then throw your controller through a wood chipper <laughs> to send the point home. Damn it, it's my only one, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, and they ain't cheap. They are not. I bought one for Wendy for Puyo Puyo. Uh, ain't cheap. So anyway, those are my games. I haven't been playing anything else. You haven't been playing anything? I thought you said you've been playing three games. What? I thought you said you played three games on your PS4. Oh, I mean, not enough to really talk okay. about. Like, I fired up Mankind Divided to check out demographics. Look good. And I had heard rumors of an old uh, free-to-play PC shooter um, getting revitalized. This is just a neat story, so I'll touch on it super quick. Okay. Um, there's there's a futuristic COD clone uh, called Blacklight Rep- Retribution that uh, graced the ever-expansive free-to-play shooter market uh, on PCs and some consoles uh-huh. way, way back, like 2010, 2011. Uh, it was then bought by Perfect World, which, if you don't know, is that Chinese publisher that's very well known for buying popular free-to-play games and running them into the ground. What did they just close down recently? Didn't, um, oh, they owned, um, they owned Motiga. Yeah. Yeah. They closed Gigantic, and they closed uh, Runic. Right, right. right. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, because we, we, when you and I did that, the two-man show, Will, we talked about Runic getting closed, but we never talked about... Matiga getting closed. Right. Uh-huh. Did you have a colleague there? Did you yeah. See that? I, yeah. Uh, my friend uh, Christina Ness. Uh, she's super cool. She's a concept artist on Hob. Um, she is now working at Valve, though. So right. So it all worked out. Yeah. Um, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's really fucking good. That's um, awesome. Uh, let's see. We need we need to work. We need to apply Alex's connections some more. Yeah. Yeah. Get I'll some see, more I'll, awesome people. Maybe on, I'll reach on out to show. her. Yeah. yeah. She's super. Because cool. I think you liked something of hers on Twitter, so I showed up. I'm like, is this? Is this the person Alex mentioned before? Yeah. Um, Sweet. Let's see. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Perfect World, well-known for ruining everything it touches. <laughs> yeah. um, bought uh, the studio that made Blacklight and bought Blacklight and proceeded it to make it a pay-to-win nightmare. Um, I had initially tried this game when it first came out and actually thought for like a Call of Duty clone um, with like one or two vaguely unique mechanics and a pretty good weapon custo- like loadout customization system. Right. So it's like, this is good for, you know, killing time. And I think I like threw five bucks at it even. It's just like, there you go. It's a decent job, guys. Um, anyway, yeah, became pay to win, lost its community, uh, slowly died. I don't know how, 
but I very just like thinking about it randomly on a whim, um, like went back to like the Blacklight uh Reddit subreddit, and the top post was made like maybe three weeks ago mm-hmm. from the original studio, basically claiming, "Hey guys, we bought this back from Perfect World, and we want to make it good again." What oh, you, cool. What do you want? Yeah, and and like. The it's like suddenly like an an influx of like everyone going like oh yeah can we you know like reverse these changes and like you know this whole patch was bad and you know like lots of input feedback uh, uh dialogue happening between the developers in this community um anyway I heard about it being also on PS4 so I went what the hell and downloaded it and just ran around it for a couple of games to see what it was like uh and you say it's a it's a free to play F- multiplayer FPS competitive right. FPS right. Very cod esque and down sights sprint. Um, they're they've got like I said like they're two saving graces. There's a mechanic where you can like you press a button to basically get wall hacks for a short while. Um, you get like a second to scan the area and find where enemies oh, are, got it. Okay. and so you can like run and find them. That's their version of like a radar ping. Cool. Um, and like and and a very very robust weapon customization system. So you can build your rifle and to be whatever the hell you want. Cool. Um, but it's free to play to sort of like really get what you want. You have to drop like 10, 20 bucks. But yeah. That'd be, I, don't know. I, I would check that out. Yeah. That sounds cool. So if that's, if that sounds like your bag, I, I think it's a cool success story. I've never heard of a company being bought back from Perfect World without dying in the process. Oh, specifically Perfect World. I was like, I've, I've heard of like franchise or developer yeah. buybacks. Like the Bungie is obviously the big one, but also yeah. IO buying the Hitman, buying themselves and then buying the Hitman franchise back from. Uh, Idos last right, year, right? So, which is you know, that's a good underdog story. Like, you know, people really like that first Hitman, or Money that first number season nine. of Hitman, huh? <laughs> Money number nine. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Well, <laughs> the um, but yeah, I th- I think I really hope Io has good fortunes in the future. Now that they they want to keep trucking with Hitman, are they, are they the people that made uh? Uh, what's Sam's game? Sam's like favorite game. Oh, uh, CS:GO. No, his way. Rocket favorite. League. No, the one with the. Uh... Oh, Stalker. Oh no. <laughs> Echo. Oh, oh no, that's Ultra, no, Ultra. That's Ultra Ultra. Okay, which okay. are former IO people, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. No. No. IO was still owned by Idos. Um, when... but. Apparently, Idos was like, "Wow, Hitman did really well, but not as well as we wanted it to." And so they were gonna like close down the studio or like significantly reduce the staff and like put mm-hmm. Hitman on ice. And Io was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna buy ourselves. We're gonna split from you, and we'll buy the franchise. We'll buy Hitman back." And so, and so that's what they're doing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Speaking of CS:GO, I don't know if this is on your news list. It wasn't, um, but we could talk about it. <laughs> God damn. It was what it happened. Was, uh the creator, co-creator, co-creator, co-creator ousted as uh um it's the right term. Yeah, that's why I kind of didn't want to bring it up, but I have no problems talking about allegations it. Allegations of of child sexual, molestation, sw- sexual abuse. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Um so he's been suspended from Valve. Just interesting suspension, not like straight up just like nope, fuck it. You're out. You're done. I mean, there's still allegations, you know. Yeah, but you don't make an arrest. Very true. Without like concrete evidence of something like that. I mean, that. no doubt in my mind that he will be fired. Like once it all comes sure. to sure. I just thought that was a weird, like, that was a weird half step on Valve's part, where sure. it's like I feel like you wouldn't want any bad press surrounding you, like at all, Valve. 
Oh, Valve doesn't care about bad press. <laughs> They're still making millions off of hats and Steam. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird. It was weird. So, it yeah. sucks. I was curious what Sam's take was on it. I, I didn't get a chance to talk to him about it because he's a big CSGO fan. Well, uh, I would guess his take would be like, don't molest children. <laughs> but I'm still going to play CSGO. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if... Is this the co-creator of Counter-Strike or CSGO? Both. So he made the original mod and then Valve hired him uh, to make CSGO. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. That That's fucking gross. It is. So fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've spent an hour and a half on my games. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, Will? What's up? What have you been doing besides your ThunderTube? Can we get a ThunderTube check-in? ThunderTube check-in. Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Thundertube's doing good. That's good. <laughs> you bought that for how much? Ten bucks. From from where? <laughs> from uh, Mad Science. Science. I like that. There's science. A, <laughs> I like that. There's Mad a store. Science. There's a store here called Mad Science, and just sold stuff. Did they have like one of those Tesla balls? I think it was like a educational yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like that's like where yeah, they the had science a lot museum of, would get. They had a lot of plasma balls. Yeah. Heart, Is that what's from called? My hands, yeah. Why don't people understand my intentions? Is that the weird science song? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Playing some cave story. God damn it. Good. Good. You Always. bought a switch. You yeah. have a switch. Yeah. Yeah. New consoles for all. You got a switch for your birthday. Cave. I had a switch cave story on, on the last time. But you never talked about it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I got a switch. He has a switch. Played some and Mario Odyssey. Cave Story, Cave Story, and the end Dark nine. Souls are going to be on it. So oh Will God. has no other need for any other video games yeah. for the rest of his life. It's pretty nice. I'm what so is, psyched. What is old is new again. Are you going to get Dark Souls on the Switch? I, I actually probably will. I feel like playing it. Come on, co-op. I'm actually really curious how they're going to handle the online in that, since you can suspend the game. What? Like. You can, you know, you can suspend the console, like you can turn oh, right. it, put it to sleep. So I'm curious how that's going to affect. They'll probably the, just kick you off. What does that do to you? What happens when you get kicked off in a Dark Souls game? You just get kicked off. Like if I'm, if I'm invading you, you and lose? you get off, then I just lose my thing, and then you, you'll probably get booted back to the title screen or something. What, what's your thing? My invasion. Your thunder. I'll just your thunder too. I'll get put back in my world. Okay, got it. I didn't know if there was like a single-use item that required that you had to use to invade or something. I think oh, yeah, there is. Being able to play portably might make me really into getting into more Dark Souls. Well, I know who it is going to make get really into Dark Souls. He already is, though. Yeah, but, like, come on. I mean, the first time I tried to play Dark Souls, I was just like, I can't devote hours of sitting down to getting nowhere. But I'm now so you can bad. accumulate now, like, those hours, like... I gotta go to the bathroom. Time exactly. for some Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, I could just do it anywhere now. <laughs> Let's see if I can get through this fog wall while being on the john. Just pooping and... Shit! Fuck! <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> I mean, that's me now with Enter the Gungeon. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But you gotta switch. Mm. Been playing Cave Story. You said the end is nigh? I haven't played the end is nigh yet, but I haven't. You have it. Julie picked it out. So apparently Edmund isn't on Team Meat anymore. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. But apparently huh. that's the case. That explains why the new Meat Boy looks so terrible. 
So, I I got my brother and his nigh, and my first impressions were just like this looks like they ran they they had some ideas that they didn't want to put into Super Meat Boy, so they just made a new game out of them. Yeah. Um, but I saw some more like I saw speedrun footage and like got a hang of like all the mechanics that they had mushed into this one, and it's definitely its own thing though. I, I think I can appreciate it for that. I uh. Yeah, my brother's like only not even halfway through it, and he's been playing it for a while. He just sucks a lot, um, but he loves those games. So <laughs> that's cool. I've got I've I, my my first impressions just having watched and Disney be played is it's pretty neat. It's got some good mechanics in there. Yeah, I just don't know if I have time for a difficult platformer right now. No, nope. and that's that's as difficult as they come. Yeah, I don't have it in my heart currently eat cave story hmm. i've never played cave story is actually not terrible that's apparently Will's difficulty game. why right? it's uh, one yeah it's it's like in in definitely in the top three forever cave story was the game that made me want to make indie games yeah same here so and that's probably one of the one of the reasons it's so special to but me. i can yeah i can also draw like a very direct line from like your yeah. art style to cave story yeah um, especially with your new game, uh, it was mm. it was like a weekend of getting enraptured into Cave Story, and then later looking it up and finding out it was just one guy over the period of seven years who made it, and I was just like, "You could do that." Yeah, and I don't know if I want to be on that time scale. This owl boy iconoclast Cave Story time frame of like, so what makes Cave Story special is that it's like one of the first. You know? Yeah, I don't know it if I want to be a millionaire. Will a millionaire? <laughs> <laughs> What makes Cave Story special is it was like one of the first. Like indie games sure. weren't huge. Yeah, I know. When it came out. I'm speaking as someone who wants to be relatively prolific with what I make. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to spend that much time on a single well, you gotta project. Put Peak out, man. You're right. It's my goal. Yeah. Is that twenty eighteen? Uh at least have it like ninety percent to the finish line. Well, you know the last ten percent is like yeah, and then Go take ahead. five more years yeah. to do the rest of it. <laughs> make this start screen look real juicy. Juicy. Oh, <laughs> soggy. Yes. Get, make it real soggy. Get get it nice and dripping wet. I'm succumbing to the to the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you do like your switch? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's a really cool console. Yeah. Um I'm just so excited for all all of the indie games to come out. Night of the Witch just yeah. came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Saw that. So that's really cool. Uh, I was talking. And with... Mario has been really fun. Yeah, Mario's really good. Except you said you're basically done with it. Yeah, I'm pretty much burnt down on it, yeah. but it was cool. I was, I was talking to Will on the way over here. I kind of hate that I now have something I need to sink money into. Like I had this whole, I, I had this whole library planned out for my Switch. Like I'm gonna get this, we get this, we get this. And with my PS4, I've got like a whole new library. Like I haven't even had time to build my Switch library, and I right. get another one I need to work on. Yeah, I've kind of made it my goal. For I don't know how long, uh, New Year's resolution. I'm gonna try not to buy anything, even though I got fifteen dollars burning in Steam to be spent on something. <laughs> so maybe that's gonna be spent on Iconoclast. I don't have, know. Have you played Okami? No. Get Okami. Ooh. Is that? I, I know it's like on a lot of stuff, but isn't aren't they re, aren't they remaking it or they re-releasing did. it? It's on Steam. Oh, okay. It's twenty bucks. So you got to spend an extra five. Well, I mean, it would be the same thing for Iconoclast. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Iconoclast is twenty. Get Okami, dude. But Iconoclasts. Dude. I'm, either one will be good. I think either one will probably be fine, but honestly, if you haven't played Okami by this point. Do you like old Zelda games? I never really like like top down. 
Yeah. No, no, no. no. Or well, Ocarina. I never played Ocarina. Like, like, like are you into I've, 3D I've, Zelda games? Yeah. Okami's going to be your jam. Okami's the best Zelda game. It might actually be. I'm... Wait, I I thought that was I thought that was for uh, Darksiders. Oh no, Dark Darksiders si- is like the shitty like I like I like X Men comics version <laughs> of. Zelda. I like my Link to be tough. I don't think Darksiders is bad, but I don't think it's the best Zelda game. I think Okami is actually the best Zelda game. I do have a a running list right now of all the games on all of my libraries to uh, that I need to to play that. Maybe one. Okami at the top. Well, I don't own it, and I'm not trying to buy new games. Just, just you know what you it? can get? But like, uh, hmm. Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> it's Yes! It's free. Oh, my God. All right. I love the fact that I was just casually the other day being like, maybe we should all just super get into Dwarf <laughs> Fortress, and Will's like, I'm there. And then he just <laughs> fell down this hole yeah. of playing... And I've, I've I've tried of playing um, Slaves to Armok, God of Blood, Chapter Two, Dwarf Fortress. Yeah, <laughs> Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> Our next challenger, Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Into <laughs> yeah. the Thunder Tomb. <laughs> so yeah, Dwarf Fortress is kind of fun. Yeah, have you wrapped your head around? No, it? <laughs> I'm like pretty sure that's not something that a person can do. <laughs> like just like literally like based on the complexity of that simulation, it's basically like being like, "What is a galaxy?" <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but it's so fascinating. It's like, oh my god, it's like hits that part of my like programmer heart. Yeah, where it's like, what if we just like proc gen plate tectonics yeah and like river flows and like you know plant life it is so wild it's like yeah why why, okay let's do that it's like also but it has to be ascii art because otherwise it would just straight up melt your (laughs) cpu yeah it's it's inspiring almost i love the story of their of their like cats mysteriously dying bug yes that just like explains how in-depth all of their systems are i've had to tell that story like eight times in the past week because every time i'm like i'm playing dwarf fortress people are like what (laughs) what i'm just like let me give you an example of what this game is and then then you said oh i'm sorry i'm not saying the full title i'm playing (laughs) slaves of armok god of blood chapter two dwarf fortress and they're like oh yeah i like that game oh cool what happened to chapter one (laughs) (laughs) what did happen chapter one i have no idea (laughs) oh god so so um uh, dwarf log yeah Today, what's what's the current status? Oh man, I haven't played in a few days. Uh, so right now, my dude, Ace, <laughs> <laughs> this is almost as good as the or the Urkai named Ashdouche. <laughs> uh, he uh, he's the expedition leader, and he has led our dwarves into a nice, cozy little cave. Um, the the first layer of which you know burrows into a cliffside uh we've got a little farm that's not doing that great a still that i think is making alcohol uh, <laughs> you think we have like a little storage area where we put maybe. all our shit in and then uh you can go <laughs> downstairs into the 
main living quarters where the, we have um, uh, a big meeting hall slash dining room. We have a kitchen, a butchery, tanning uh, workshop, or tannery, as it may be called. Dwarf Fortress is rocking and rolling. Yeah, and then uh, we also have the uh, fishery there. As well as the food stores. Oh, I forgot to say. Uh, is it on the lake? Like on the okay. first. What? So how is there a fishery? Is there a there's water? like some, there's like a marsh that has no fish in it, but I, they were catching some fish. Oh, okay. I don't know where. Fish fish were being so made. Like, the thing is, is you don't play anything. You just tell these dwarves what to do. And then they have like all these like sort of like passive jobs that they just get up to. Well, have you played The Sims? <laughs> This is like could bring it to you. It's like some games you don't really play. Yeah. So uh yeah, they're catching fish, so I figured they need a fishery. There's like a dump on the first story with like outside of the cave and in another cave. That's where you put the dump. It's on the on the roof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. down. Get all those nutrients. <laughs> I really wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. <laughs> uh, and then uh, a floor below that, we have uh, our main workshop and area. And then we have like a layer under that for just mining. Uh, nothing really has happened that much. So I was like, my farm's really shitty. So I wanted to build a farm underground. Um, but there's no soil anywhere where I am, which is bullshit. And so if there's no soil, you have to irrigate. And irrigating is basically like finding a water source and then telling people to take buckets and <laughs> take it to the water source, <laughs> come back and dump them somewhere. That's dwarf irrigation. Uh, so I was doing that and I built like this. I was just like, all right, fine. I'll just like dig a hole because we had a well on the uh, outside I'll dig a hole so that it goes down to the next layer and they can dump water into there and I can get my other farm going and so I was just like yeah let's do that and this dude was doing it and then there was a cave in had a death it says we've only had one death but there's a skeleton somewhere in my <laughs> fortress and there's also a corpse so <laughs> I don't know what happened. It, that's why I, they were there when you moved in. Yeah, these guys just get up to stuff, and then I have to uncover what they did. It's like when you move into a new house, and there's just a woman died there. <laughs> right. You find her partial skeleton. Do you hear about this? Did you no. see that Reddit post? Is that what we're referencing? The woman that died in the walls of her house? Oh, no, not that. She, like, fell. She There was, like, a crawl space in the attic, and she fell through and got trapped in the walls. I don't know. There was a Reddit post, like, yesterday, so that'll date when we recorded this podcast of um like it was like in top of the list or something uh of just a picture of like a wet spot on the floor and it was just like my buddy showed me where they found the previous owner of his new home or something like oh my that God. <laughs> like yeah. lovely oh, this one was like it's like a dark stain on the wood floor <laughs> yeah no she got trapped in the walls and then like new people People bought the house and they moved in. We were going to take down this wall and then they started taking it down. There's just a straight up skeleton in there. Lovely. Not even like partially decayed body, just a skeleton. Whoa. <laughs> so it had been a Bones. while. Bones. So anyway, this guy died. Happened. They still made the pit. Uh, and I told it one of the dwarves, hey, like your your job is to like get irrigate this shit. So he went out and started dumping water the into the again. hole. Yeah. Uh, and then... So, like, in Dwarf Fortress, if somebody has a job and then, like, you make that job impossible, like, hey, do this, and then now this doesn't exist anymore. They're just like, I'm canceling my job. 
So I was just like, all right, we have some water down there. Let's uh, build some floors. So I built like a nice little grate over it all. And I was like, the dude will just cancel his job. And then like a while later, I was like, where's all this water coming from? And the dude, it just continued because guess what? You can pour water down grates. <gasps> and that was like, like obvious. Obviously, you can pour water down grates. But in my mind, I was like, wow, door Fortress. That's a neat little thing. So thoughtful. You think of everything. I know. So, what are yeah. you doing Valentine's Day, Dwarf Fortress? There was, uh, <laughs> there was this lady who's like a carpenter, and she got possessed. And I was like, oh, no, I hope there's a way for me to kill this lady that's possessed so she doesn't murder everyone. And then it was just like, she's taken over the wood shop. And I was like, okay. And then like a few minutes later, it's like a deal made a, uh, like a, a wooden chest. <laughs> And she's fine now, but she claims the chest is her own heirloom. I was like, okay. Did they like put she put the demon that was possessing her into the chest? No, I don't even know if it was a demon. It was just she got possessed by something, made some furniture, and then was like, "This is mine." And I was like, <laughs> "I'm you good can, now." I was like, "If you want to do that, you can just do that. You don't have to get possessed." <laughs> Make up this whole yeah. story about being possessed. I wonder if like it is an heirloom now that has to be passed down through her family because that is what the ghost or demon willed. Like, yeah, I have some a sort feeling curse. I'm yeah. not gonna care that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already ready to like leave these doors behind. All right, yeah, okay. I have some questions. Uh, number one. How long did it take you to understand everything that was going on? Number two, how long have you played this game for? Number three, are you having fun? So I'll preface this by saying I've played Dwarf Riches before. For about 12 hours, uh, I was over at my buddy Mark's house or apartment, and we were like, let's play Dwarf Fortress. And it was like 7 o'clock at night. And we started. Mark went to bed, and then when he woke up at 7 in the morning... He was like, "Are you still playing?" And I was like, "Yes, I You're found out. Light. I found out how to gather wood and, <laughs> and put it in a place." Uh, and so that was how far I got in twelve hours. This time, I like read. Uh, there was like a Kotaku post about how to get into Dwarf Fortress that introduced me to some. It was like the Lazy Dwarf Pack or something, and it's basically like a set of mods and utilities that run alongside dwarf fortress so like you can customize the colors and font really easily right all right uh, you can use like tiles instead of letters but I, i'm still using letters they're just prettier letters um, as in the ascii like the yeah, unit ascii okay yeah uh but you can also like use another tool called dwarf therapist to like set people's jobs without having to deal with the, like the shitty Door fortress menus. Uh, and then, so I was using all that, and I also like read a very extensive tutorial wiki that took about like a day. Um, all right. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, like, so the thing is, is like, yeah, you should send that all share, to us. Share these links. Yeah, I'll yeah, do that. I'll do that on the Slack. But the thing is, is Dwarf Fortress has a UX problem. <laughs> really. <laughs> This far along. Still more usable <laughs> yeah. than the PS4 store. There it is. <laughs> Boom. Good. But uh but yeah, if if you can get beyond a few things, like I've gotten pretty used to navigating like the menus in Dwarf Fortress and how to like select things and put things down and build stuff. Like that's not too bad. 
But what really gets me is just like it just well, it really grinds my Greek well, gears. You, it just plops you down, and you're like, okay, and like, there's nothing that's like, you need to build a fort. This is how you should build a fort, or like any clue to that at all. I mean, to be fair, that's what they do in Minecraft. Yeah, and, and like, Minecraft is also shitty for that reason. You gotta, all right, and then you just eventually figure out, oh, I gotta punch this tree. Yeah, like, well, you never figure that out. Some dickhead eight-year-old is just like, you have to punch trees, and you're like, why would I do that? But also, but like, okay, but someone somewhere, without access to the resources or before those resources existed, someone had to initiate the tree punching. Yeah. Someone just <laughs> a literal <laughs> Nazi. Oh God. Nazi <laughs> didn't a... make the wiki. I don't think he was that dedicated to the product. You no, guys but... seen the primitive technology guy on YouTube? No. Where like he oh, lives yeah. in the oh, woods. Yeah. With, like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about it before. He yeah. one of his earliest videos is just him like making his shack. How and... to play Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> so primitive. <laughs> but in it? He takes down a tree with his bare hands, and I'm like, oh, that's a real thing. <laughs> like, you can actually do that in real life. Wait, wait, how does he accomplish this? He, like, um, he, like, starts peeling apart the bark, right? Like, he essentially weakens it, and then he's, like, rocking it back and forth until, like, this weak point he make he makes. And snaps and, it? Yeah, it, like, snaps, and he's, like, digging into it and just sort of, like, grabbing splinters, and, and like, he, he does actually fell a tree with his bare hands. But to be fair, but that's not the same thing as punching it no but he didn't put wrap on it with his knuckles until it blew up into a bunch of sticks like like but minecraft's animations were as crude as its interface i mean it, it, that that fits. Well, here's the, i don't know i felt like it was pretty one-to-one -one. here's the thing is like <laughs> what's the next part in minecraft you then build a crafting table how do you do that uh you make wood with the sticks so you bring up your well, personal crafting you take table. the wood and you make other wood Right, and then you take other wood. Take the other wood. And you and make turn like this is literally the ramblings of an insane person. <laughs> I wasn't arguing that. I said that Dwarf Fortress yeah, yeah, and yeah. Minecraft are no, both. No. as I'm as... just trying to illustrate how much that's the case. Say what you want about Notch, he's got a sweet house right now. <laughs> yeah, but at least the Dwarf Fortress brothers have their self-respect. Yeah. That's very true. And I, I think, I think. Every goddamn day, I like to think about the fact that Notch bought that house from under Beyonce and Jay Z. Like they were all three in a bidding war, and I just want to. I just wish I was a fly on the wall for either one of those two finding out who took their their house from underneath them, and for them to be like, "What the fuck's a Minecraft?" And, <laughs> then, and then they go on Twitter to look this guy up. Yeah. Well, this was before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started dropping all that acid. Right, and right. Getting super alt right. Um, no, but it's like I feel like you know they, they they were in this bidding war and not just like eh, maybe i don't want this house so much and then they're like it has a candy room and he's like fuck yeah. <laughs> or they're like eh, i don't really want this house too much and they're like oh well, you know jay-z and beyonce are going for it and he's like who are they and they're like oh these uh they're, they're like a really popular like african-american couple and he's like oh <laughs> that's what really his happened. neck beard shook violently yeah. <laughs> jesus uh but yeah so the thing is, is like, so Minecraft got around that by having like these little notifications come up like, you should punch a tree or whatever. Well, then eventually, they, yeah, they like put in a quest system. Yeah. Yeah. Like two years later. And so like, but that's also just like shitty to just be like, I mean, that's essentially how like bad game tutorials work. It's just like popping up text like, do this. Got you by the hand. Um, 
in Dwarf Fortress, they have like this really cool thing where you can like go put your cursor on a dwarf and like look at them and then read their thoughts. And so like you can see see like all these like information about these dwarves. But like and it's sort of color coded, but it's not really organized how thoughts probably are. But like um it would have been really cool to like use that to like surface stuff like Ace thinks that you should build a fortress in a cave side. Yeah. Yeah. So like I mean the thing is is I feel like Dwarf Fortress has some cool tools to help its UX issues. Not all of them, but it's just not taking advantage major, of it. Yeah. Hmm. But uh that was also me following directions on a wiki. Uh, now that I know some stuff, I feel like I want to go back in and like just Start free over. play it. And All right. Are you having fun? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. It becomes not fun, and then I think it becomes crazy. So like, right now I have this fortress, and everybody's happy, and I've got everybody's got their own bedroom, and like we had one death. And but once they start doubling up on those beds, <laughs> that's when shit hits the fan. Well, like every once in a while, I'll get some new dwarves. Like some just people show just up. show up and they're like, yeah, we're part of your team now. And you're like, okay, I guess. Team <laughs> and so like that's the most like action I've seen. Like in like somebody being like, oh, I can't fish right now because there's an animal. And I don't want to get in a fight with an animal, I guess. So no warfare. Yeah, nothing crazy's yet. happened yet. And so I feel like I owe it to it to... See it through. See it through to at least some action. All but right, well, I look I look forward to future chronicles of the Dwarf Fortress story. I do love some Dwarf Fortress stories. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, that's the best part. It's like it's, these are Dwarf Fortress stories, um uh some Dark Soul stories I'm all all mm. about. Eve Online stories. Oh, oh yeah. Big fan. That's a game I will literally never play, but I will spend hours reading about. Just Oh, but the meta game that goes on, it's like, hey, we're going to find out where this other guy lives, and we're going to cut power to his house <laughs> during this super important raid. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, there's like literally like thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on the line. Oh, yeah. Gotta got get that isk. Oh my god! Gotta get that isk. <laughs> what is what is the oh, Jesus Christ? I, I can't remember specifics right now. I just I've read some good Eve stories. I know exactly what you're talking about. Or, or like, who are the big players? Like, where are they clans? Like, what are they called? There were like pretty big clans that were like wasn't. There was like a something awful clan that was like really big at one yeah. point. I don't know. I remember there being a story about someone who just sort of worked his way up the Eve corporate ladder, like not the studio, but in game Mm -hmm. with this one clan and basically became the leader only to nuke it from inside. It was just like, (laughs) this was entire, this was my entire plan was to get rid of this clan by becoming its leader. Corporate sabotage (laughs) within a video game. Oh my God. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Like, like he just schmoozed with the right players in like real time chat, and eventually just became an admin of the clan, and was and then like started killing them off one by one, and the, yeah, like, or like yeah, you like purposely put them in the like part of space that like is hostile or or and it's like oh it's like we're gonna we're gonna meet up over here and then they head over there and it's just like a fucking dreadnought or some sort of like <laughs> flagship of the other team like oh fuck. <laughs> Oh jeez! Oh god, so good. Yeah. Um, good game stories. 
Anything else, Will? Anything else, Simon? Uh, I don't think so. Except you're beside your thunder tube. Yeah. Um. Did you you mentioned some you put some Magfest stuff on yours? Did you was there anything else you wanted? Oh to yeah, I mean, uh, like you've talked about Hercules and Splitty Robot. Before, yeah, but they were really good. I kind of wanted to mention how great that Dobatone match you, Julie, and I played. That was really good. I really enjoyed that. It, it, Ruthie was there too, right? Somebody was somebody else. No, someone showed up. Oh, that's that right. Random that's dude right. showed up. He's like, "Hey, can I play?" And we were like, uh, we were actually just about to finish. Yeah. Like, legitimately, just about to walk away from the console. Not like, I don't want to play with you, fucking rando. <laughs> so I felt kind of bad about that. But no, it was really cool. You, you like completely destroyed us. Well, at the beginning, yeah, yeah. like I got like super serious like immediately, and you guys are like, "Oh, what does this switch do?" Because it has like, yeah. a bunch of glitch out switches on the thing where you can like zoom the camera in. I hated playing what was that like kung fu one where you just did like the jump oh, yeah, kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated that one when people were like, "Let's Zoom turn out the and turn the gravity off." Yeah, let's turn the gravity off. I was like, "This isn't fun anymore." Then so now you jump for five minutes, right? You <laughs> just like jump across. You like jump off the screen and then you come back on the other side, yeah. like wee. Like this is no, this yeah, isn't fun. And then like the guy shows was like, you know, if you hit both buttons, you can like, wasn't like a like a drill down or something like a butt or stop just like a going up yeah it's like you kick straight up that was interesting that was good i like that dobotone dobotone or as i pronounced it what's dobotone to dobotone do do boo to knee and you're like because they're each syllable is different uh, color yeah, yeah. And you're like <laughs> oh dobotone i was like yes that is what i meant to say fellow human <laughs> um what I've been playing, uh, guys, I've been playing so much Gungeon. It's real bad. Do you like Gungeon? It's so good. It's, it's really, really good. good it's such a good goddamn game. Yeah, it's like so polished too. Yeah, the 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 Switch version is very very solid. Mm-hmm. I think there's a memory leak in it because if I play it like and I'm, and this is like over the span of days, like uh-huh. if I'm playing it and then I put this console asleep and I keep yeah. playing it. There's like I'll turn the map I'll go to the map screen and the map will get start getting stuttery. Oh. Or like the camera starts stuttering as it tries to trace the player character. And I'm like, I'm just gonna close this yeah. and open it back up and then it's fine. So it's like but it's not a huge thing, but something something weird's going there. But man, you can feel that Tigra chip struggling when it's making those generated levels. <laughs> you can just feel it just working. Like burning a hole into your pants. It's like because there's the like the loading screen is like a revolver like spinning around and then like one of the gunkins jumps into it, the thing just ho- freezes when it's doing the generating the next floor. Yeah, and then it's like okay we're good, and then like there are some doors when you kick them down it like hangs for a second to like populate that area of the yeah. map. But other than that, really good. It doesn't seem like such a resource intensive game. Well, the, pr- other the procedural generation part. Yeah, yeah, it can take a little. Yeah, that would, that would be the that would be the part that would that would slow it down, but nothing nothing game breaking or. Yeah, but man, you can get some runs where it's like, oh god, I had this one. So it's like you can unlock weapons over time, right? Because right. they're like shopkeepers back at the top of the breach, and you get like currency that you only get from killing bosses, and you spend that up there. And man, I got this one run where I had just unlocked the RPG, and I found it, and then I got it was like. It's like called like the fast reload holster or something or like the fast holster. And how it worked is that every time you reloaded, it shot a bullet. 
of whatever uh. gun you're carrying. <laughs> the thing is, the RPG is a single shot, so the second you shoot, it automatically reloads. So I'd pull the trigger and it'd shoot out two RPGs every single time. So I just like took down like the fourth floor boss, which is one of the bosses on the fourth floor is like uh, a, se- a series of four statues that are possessed by goats. Uh-huh. Uh, goats. Ghosts. And wouldn't, it, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, not at all. Um, and then they just stomp around the floor and try to kill you. And then yeah. they generate like this bullet wall that's like a certain radius out and then just spins around and you can't go into that. Uh-huh. So I'm just like unloading this RPG as fast as I can to like destroy this thing. Yeah. It's a, cool. it's a good ass nice. game. I like the I like the wet t shirt cannon that shoots out poisonous t shirts. That one's super good. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite ones. There's one that just shoots out a blast, like a ball of energy. And then when the ball of energy hits something or gets a certain distance, it explodes into a bunch of other or smaller yeah. bursts of energy. I got that along with the homing shot passive ability so this thing would just shoot out and then immediately swing around hit a guy blow up and then all the little bullets would immediately like just collect and hit other people oh man that was such a fun run that's pretty cool i like the the lowercase r yes that just shoots the word yeah shoots the word bullet (laughs) i was telling will about the rad gun uh, oh yeah, <laughs> radical. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> she missed. That's cool. That that's like the only gun that has active reload. Yeah, I thought that's really cool. Um, I like the NES zapper that's in there. Mm-hmm. It's pew, 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 and then the last shot in the chamber is a duck. <laughs> it just shoots the duck out, and the duck just homes in on an enemy. Nice. Or the devolver, which is named after devolver. Um. That when you shoot someone with it, it downgrades them into a less strong enemy. So it's really good for like really powerful enemies, but right. for like the generic gunkins, you don't want to use it. Yeah, because it it devolves the gunkin into a gunkin that's like in like uh, like caveman clothes, <laughs> and then it shoots arrows instead of shooting bullets. <laughs> so it doesn't make it any weaker. Right. Um. But like if you shoot like the shotgun gunkin or whatever, you can downgrade them. Really good game. Really like it. Spent way too much time on it. I think I've put like 30 hours into oh, it. Oh, wow. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, I just started uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because mm. I borrowed it from Mason. So I wanted to play through that. So I Because he just got a PS4 Pro and a 4K TV. And apparently Horizon looks... Fu- I mean, Horizon already looks great. But apparently on the on the PS4 Pro, it looks incredible. I, uh, it's on my list. So he was like, hey, uh, can I get that copy back from you? <laughs> Uh, so I'm trying to play through that. That game is like the er open world game. It's super weird because you play it and you're like, oh, yeah, that's from Uncharted. Oh, yeah, and that's from Skyrim. Oh, and that's from uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And uh, and, th- and this is Witcher. Like the quest is like I went into that game thinking like, okay, this is like some Monster Hunter-esque game where it's like it's it's like it's not. It's just about going and finding these enemies and yeah there's like i thought it was pretty like single corridor like you do this one overarching campaign and like that's it but no it's like witcher 3 level of like density (laughs) where it's like here are all these side quests here's this side quest here's a side quest here's this rpg mechanic oh you have a level by the way okay here's a skill tree also we have all this crafting shit that you can do also you can do all this other stuff i'm like what the fuck did I just stumble into? I thought this was going to be like easy breezy. Just going to play this game and Six see hours what, game. Yeah, see what's got. But no, it's like fucking ridiculous. And then there's like a part 
So like obviously there's kind of like a some bad like cultural appropriation happening in this game because like look at all these white people dressed up as like Native American tribal yeah outfits and like ugh, like and then and then like for the first like five hours of that game you don't see like a single person of color and then when you get into like the main tribe like town uh-huh. it's like oh here's here's a person of color for you it's like okay I guess like when you started making this game you're like that you didn't realize what you were doing, and then you're like, "Oh shit, we need to, <laughs> right. we need to make up for this." Diversify it up. Yeah. Um, eh, hit the what? diversification <laughs> button. <laughs> uh, but it's it's, but I mean, it like looks gorgeous. Like it's really good. I've also not played a AAA game in a while, so like I'm I'm getting like it's like, I'm stimulation overload. Yeah, because it's like it's like The Witcher, where it's like everything's super saturated and like very detailed, unlike in like the level design and like the open world, like trees, grass, everything is like super detailed. So my eyes are just like bugging out because like there's there's nothing for me to focus on, right? Because like you know the Aloy, the main character, is demanding as much attention as like the rest of the environment. So I've like it's it's my my I'm just swimming, like trying to find something makes me really appreciate indie games a lot more because it's like let's just give detail to the things that are important and what you need to be paying attention to right but yeah it's 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 you know i i wasn't like big on it right at the beginning because it's like got kind of like a slow open in a good way like i mean it's you know it starts with aloy as a kid and and all this stuff and then it builds into stuff but not like monster hunter starts off yeah, just you get going just immediately. Um, it's but, better than the last ones, I'll say that much. Oh, what anyway. a what a glowing recommendation! Yeah. Um, not as shitty as before. Look, it can it can <laughs> new and improved. It can be the best version of it of itself while still being fairly dense, and it's still good, man. It's, God. Anyways, Horizon. <laughs> Horizon. <Damn it>. Um, <laughs> So I'm playing this game and I'm like, okay, this is all going to be, it's going to be like prehistoric, like Far Cry Primal, like, okay, it's like post, it's post, post apocalypse, right? It's right, like yeah. some, a crazy tragedy happened and people don't remember the past and they, and there are a bunch of machines and robo dinosaurs walking around, strutting around. And then I'm like, okay, it's like, okay, everyone's going to be like prehistoric, whatever, whatever. And then when you go to like this festival in the main town, one of the people one person is dressed up and like one person is a priest, but they're dressed up as like m- medieval times priest with like all this ornate like robes and stuff. And then this other guy looks like he was just pulled out of fucking like Game of Thrones. <laughs> he's like he's got like tanned leather armor and then like metal laced over top of it, and he's got like a like a friggin' faux hawk and a in a goatee and an earring and stuff and he looks like like reasonably groomed and and has bathed <laughs> recently and i'm like wait what the fuck i thought this was all just going to be like prehistoric like paleolithic kind of setting kind of shit and then it's immediately like but also this other area is like you know 1100s I'm like, what the fuck is going? You can't have everything. You can't yeah. have these people that are in the Stone Age and then have someone else that it's like, you know, five thousand years in the future for them. Like that that's, that's not how that works. So that that really threw me off. But like the game itself is really fun. Like it's a lot of good like 
Witcher's combat is very like stuttery and slow sometimes. Like um, you can you can position yourself in really bad ways, and Geralt like is tripping over himself sometimes. You're trying to like move him around, <laughs> but Aloy is like, fuck it. She's like a friggin' ferret. She can duck and jump and do all this crazy stuff. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Like once they start like showing you traps and stuff. It gets really cool because you can just start laying down like electric tripwire traps and then enemies will run into it, stun them, and you can do a bunch I, of stuff. I hear the hunting is actually pretty fun and very open-ended. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I would, Far Cry-esque, I would kind of describe, but, but but with a bigger tool set. Yeah. It looks like you've got like more options for how to do everything. Yeah. As opposed to just shoot at it till it dies. Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, Those are the big ones. I told Alex a little while ago I was playing Coup, and Which I really like Coup. Awesome. It's really good. It's that's like a, that's a great card game. It's like if you took oh. One Night Ultimate Werewolf and Puerto Rico and smashed them together because it's like lie based, but also there are roles that you have to play, and there's like actual currency. There's there's things to acquire. Um, I like it. At that and uh, Love Letter were my two favorite warm up. Before you get into the real, real oh, Germanic yeah. shit. Before you start playing Kingdom Death, <laughs> oh, just gotta God. like sit down for a couple minutes and detox. You know, <laughs> how's that going? Got uh, any farther with that? Haven't found a group yet. Still. <laughs> I'll mm. play Kingdom Death with you. Wait, right. I don't think I can. How much do you like boobs? They're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't like boobs. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> the, King, the Kingdom Death people love boobs. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um. And then I played one of Nikki Case's new sociological games. Uh, you familiar? Yeah, with her. Uh, the wisdom and or madness of crowds. Oh, and it's basically, I haven't played that one. It's, it, 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 she has it like in a prototype state right now, but it's basically about like crowd mentality. And so, like her example is like: here's twelve people. Five of them are alcoholics or heavy drinkers. Mm-hmm. You have to make it so that every person in the group, including the heavy drinkers thinks they know someone who is an alcoholic so basically but but they can only have up to like three connections so you're like drawing lines between the nodes and the right. nodes are people and you have to it's interesting cool. always like her stuff yeah um we're running long but we should get into some news okay dateline richmond nothing happens nothing happens in central virginia Oh, coming in on the waves. Uh, here's our report on the field. Alex Damrath. Alex Damrath, tell us about the Overwatch League. Okay. All right, thank you, Alex. <laughs> That's is all it, we need to hear about now about the Overwatch League. Well, is it raining where you are, Alex? <laughs> well, here's, Tom. <laughs> here's Alex with the weather. Well, Tom, the Piggers going all the way this year. They scored so many downs. I mean, hit all the balls, all all the, all the score runs. The superbest owl. Yeah, is <laughs> it, it all happened? It was great. Um, I'd like to thank God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, Overwatch League is actually I'm I'm into it just because it's probably, um, it's just signaling the furthering of of esports becoming more culturally aware, especially in America. Um, I think Overwatch was the perfect game to do this and probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't as popular as it is. Just because that's... Um, I mean, it's it's really taken over the world by storm and thus 
some way or another, lots of people are figuring uh, that this is a huge deal. Uh, I went when I went to Socrates for Christmas. Um, my grandfather, who lives up in the mountains, handed me like a copy of Wired or something, or like some local newspaper that had big, one or the big, other. There's a big difference <laughs> sorry, between sorry. those two things. I'm pretty sure it was a Wired. I don't know. Um, it was it was it was a Wired. Uh, okay, some tech magazine. And he was just like, "This is the kind of stuff you like, right?" And opened it up to like a ten-page article on Overwatch League and like what's it, what it's doing to like shape the world of esports. Um, and to and it's doing to that effect. Uh, that's a great thing that it's bringing esports more into the public eye, and. It's also pointing out lots of the bad things. Oh yeah, with esports and video game culture in general. Video, yeah, I I think, uh, but I think that will turn into a good thing because as it becomes more culturally aware, it should sort of stimulate growth in that community. Um, so for starters, yeah, really smart on Blizzard to not try doing any of this stuff until a year out from Overwatch's release, just to make sure that the game had legs. Yes. You see a lot of a lot of multiplayer game developers being like, here's our eSports initiative. It's good to be an eSport. Yeah, let me tell you about... Cliffy B of Lawbreakers. <laughs> did, you see about the, did you see the concurrent numbers on that? Like, highest concurrent numbers for it's Lawbreakers? Like 20, was, right? No, it was like 7,000. Oh. Like, of... like. Of all time. Oh, you said all. Oh, I thought you meant like, like concurrent. Lately. No, no, no. Highest concurrent players ever was like seven thousand. I think oh, these no. days it's even less than that. I mean, less than twenty. Oh yeah, and then you know, here's PUBG and it was like beating Dota and then beating itself. Was you know it beating PUBG by the way? Was that Fortnite? Not familiar. <laughs> okay, but also, you know it has a higher meta score than PUBG. Iconoclast. Oh. Boom! Well, I didn't say Fortnite. Iconoclast, <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> um, and also, yeah. like, so there are no women? So, yeah, there are no women on any teams. Um, this is, there. there's, so there is one uh, professional female uh, Overwatch player. I say that in terms of just, like, she gets paid money to play Overwatch and she was on several legitimate uh, Korean teams. Uh-huh. Apparently, she was in talks to join um, one of the teams. I forget which, and it didn't happen. And I think Kotaku published an article that was detailing this and talking about the lack of women and talking about uh, her username's Gagori. Um, talking about Gagori's lack of inclusion, Gregory. given given that she's. Gregorian. One of the best players. Uh she's she's a fan like she plays ma- mostly Zarya. Um okay. I think she plays others too, but like she's famous for her Zarya play. And um it was just like what is the article is mostly like what is she doing not being a part of this? She's handily I I would definitely say better than some of the people I've seen playing in the league. She deserves to be on a team. Um I think some press release sort of flip-flopped on this. Uh, I think there were reports of them saying um, it was a communication thing. She's Korean. Um, our players, not all of them speak Korean. We'd have to funnel a lot of time and energy into like, you know, getting someone to learn the languages. And like, Is like, she based in Korea? Yeah. Is, are all the teams in the States? 
I thought there was a soul team. Everyone, yeah, everyone plays in California. And and like a lot of the, well, so the London, uh, Seoul, and um, what's the other one? Uh, New York teams are actually all Korean. Okay. All the players are. All right. Um, and I forget which team Gagori was uh, looking at getting signed on, but Got it wasn't it. one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing was, uh, and this is what's sort of causing a little more controversy, was uh, I think one of the coaches saying they really didn't want to put the pressure on her of being having the title of just like woman in Overwatch League, only one, etc., just because of how abrasive the community can be, right, and how much pressure it would be anyway, just to have all the extra on there, just because like uh, now you're representing a minority as well. It's fifty percent of the population, but well, I, I get what you mean, right? Um, so yeah, I, I, I it, it stirred some uproar. Um, I think it just, I think she deserves to be on a team. And I think if they had the 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 cojones, that's it. Yeah, I think if they had the balls to do it, it would it would be great. It would like open. Well, fine. Then you know, let that open the floodgates and let other women join too. And then she won't be. And like you can start creating this era of inclusiveness. But like you know, someone's got to be the one to pop that cork. Um, and so far, no one's been up to the plate. That's the big issue. Um, but I will. I do want to point out that I read somewhere that apparently Gagori went to Twitter after the article broke, and said, "Please don't blame the team and the coach. It was a mutual decision. I don't feel like I'm ready for it either." Right. And it was so. It was like this whole thing where people had you know their own ag- um, agendas and were like you know running at the throats of. God, I wish I could remember what team it was. Um. And and then you know just sort of. Not being super rational about it, but at the same time, they have very good points. That should that should happen, you know. And and then there was the other thing, uh, totally unrelated, but then again, slightly still was uh, XQC's uh, total total uh, uh, speaking freely. What an asshole! Um, I don't know. If, okay, not familiar with this. Is XQC a player? XQC is a player on the Dallas Fuel. Which was it's that web comic with all the uh, stick figures? Yeah, yeah, and, and like <laughs> the math jokes, and the guy went to CNU. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, XQC is a Canadian player uh, for the Dallas Fuel. Uh huh. He Dallas Fuel. I don't know if you're aware. Came into Overwatch League with a lot of star power. Okay. Um, they weren't exactly well. Everyone wanted them to be like one of the best, just because they were one of the few teams where you could name practically everyone on it. They were all like famous streamers and um, had done pros earlier. Um, they were set to be led by Dennis Haleka before his passing, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Siegel is on it. You might, that's, he's like the most famous American in Overwatch, period. So okay. I, feel like, I feel like most people know him at least. Um, so it's, it's got a lot of that going for it. Uh, XQC as well is a famous Overwatch streamer. Problem is, XQC is a child, to put it lightly. Oh, uh, I thought you meant like a minor. I was no, like, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. I think he. Uh, te- <laughs> that makes sense. Technically, an adult, but my God, the man has no maturity whatsoever. Um, and just like if you watch any of his streams, 
he attracts like an audience of of 12 year olds 13 year olds it's like you know bad manners throughout all of his games constantly mm. getting angry and aggressive at his teammates right. etc does he do it for the drama he, is he built, getting that drama apparently from, from views so many of his fans will say it's his character he does it yeah and it's like okay but it's still being a dick right and and there's a clear difference anyway so skipping straight to it um he plays for he plays for i'm trying to remember the, the exact turn of events here he plays for dallas he um dallas redskins yeah right I'm familiar with the team dallas <laughs> they're, they're in they're in the big game Dallas loses to you made a football joke. I got, I got that one. <laughs> uh, Dallas loses to Houston, and one of uh, Houston's place uh, players, Muma, um, is an openly gay man. Um, he w- had an interview after the game where he repeated one of XQC's stream catchphrases he was he was just like in the words of a good friend of mine rolled and smoked my doggies or something like like i think that's the exact catchphrase or whatever and great yeah it just just to like egg on xqc even more xqc then apparently on a stream later um Uh yeah got upset and i i don't i don't know if i want to say this out loud uh slurs happened great about muma fantastic um however props to Props to Blizzard for being very, very on top of this. XQC was fined like two thousand dollars and suspended for the rest of the season. Yeah, um, so he's not. That doesn't sound that much. I mean, it's a, well, if you're not earning any money because you're suspended. Yeah, like he's uh, anyway. He, he's he's coming back and hopefully he learns more from this. Muma went to Twitter later and said that XQC apologized to him and they were all cool now. Mm. But I don't know. He's he's learning how to be an adult, and he's got to learn faster. Right. Learn to adult faster. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but to to your point, Will, like fines never do shit. Right. Like finding finding corporations. Yeah, I I agree. I yeah. feel like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't seem like a lot. But hopefully, I don't know. It can be a, a nudge in the right direction. Because I mean, if he keeps that up, then it's obviously not gonna go anywhere. To that point, I'm not a big fan of streamers. Period. I'm not a big fan of streamers, <laughs> you know, th- doing the stuff they do for for the drama. Like, you know, that's kind of like Doctor Disrespect's whole shtick. Yeah. But also, then comes out, hey, he was in fidelity with his wife. Yeah. Like, you guys aren't. You're not. It should have been half coordinated. It should. It should have been Steven Spawn. Yeah. And like of the handful of uh, Overwatch streamers I know, I think. The ones that are on Dallas Fuel, like an even smaller packet of like the streamers that I follow, um, are mostly pretty cool. It just and it comes down to like an obvious maturity level, and and even though they'll all claim it's an act, I don't think with uh, XQC it's much of an act. The problem with this stuff is like the internet was supposed to be like it's you know level playing ground. Anyone can do anything. It's like okay, you're getting these people that can be super famous all of a sudden. Except the problem is they're not going through like. For better or for worse, the sanitization checkpoints that like famous people on television or film or radio are going through. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's only one uh, fucking oh, shit. What's his name? The guy on XM radio. Uh, Howard Stern. There's only one Howard Stern in that biz. But then in streaming, it's like everyone wants to be. Yeah. 
Everyone wants to be Howard Stern. Howard Stern's not even really that bad. Really? I mean, compared to like streamers. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, I'll agree with that. It's just so. crazy stuff. Anyway, it's it's a great way to see some incredible Overwatch play. Um, there's some fantastic teams. Um, everyone brings it all. Uh, I think I like I like pretty much everything of what Overwatch League is doing, just not all of what it's bringing out in people. Yeah, it's it's a uh, that's fun to watch as a as a purely as a spectator who's just sort of you know paying attention from the outside in. I I'm into it. I would like to check out some like high level team cooperational play just to see what's like. Definitely do it. Um, and I might pull up like some Gaguri footage for you just because that's incredible to watch. I think someone posted like a video of it to Reddit recently of one of her most recent games. These team names though, man. They're good. They're, they're good, but it's like, wow, you guys like super bought it. It's like, how can we make them sound like sports teams and have like the cool logos and stuff, but also like make them their own thing. So it's like you know, Dallas Fuel was Houston's. Uh, Houston is the Outlaws. And then was San Francisco Sonic? San Francisco, San Francisco Shock. Shock. Yeah. And that's like a like a waveform. Yeah. And but the, the, the waveform forms the it makes the Golden Gate Bridge. Well, you're on yeah. board. It's a waveform that makes the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, yes. like the Cisco logo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like the Cisco logo. Wow, I never realized that. Yeah. Um yeah, there's I mean I think that's pretty cool. I I, I think the one thing I like the most about this is my dad and my uncle and a lot of my extended New York family are all big Mets fans. Um, baseball. Right, yeah, and no, I know. I just right. did, I thought you were going to say what the New York... And what's the New, the New York Excelsior are owned by the Mets. And really? so, and my uncle plays Overwatch, so he's getting really into the New York Excel. Big old and, nerd family. Yeah, and my, and my dad, I've been... My dad hasn't played games since, like, Pokemon Gold... But he uh, <laughs> you pronounced it like your dad. The Pokemon, the Pokemon Gold, the, the Pineapple Man. Um, although I did get him a 2DS with Pokemon Gold on it for his that's nice for Christmas. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Um. Anyway, like, yeah, you're like my dad who hasn't played video games since literally like pretty much this generation of video games. So we just oh. need to like fucking make him think it's <laughs> yeah. still 1999 and. When we coerce him to play Smash Brothers with us, he'll pick Pikachu and do down B for the entire match, which is pretty fun. So, like, <laughs> ten-year-old, yeah, he's, <laughs> strategy he's, on the Smash he's, Brothers. He's, he's got he's got the ideas down. Um, just run under the platform and then pick yeah, up. I've been having fun watching Overwatch with him and like explaining everything to him and how the strategies work and what each character does. And he's 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 sort of get, he's getting into it. Um, Seol came in being slated as like this is the team that you know everyone knows is going to win. They're the South Korean team. South Korea takes esports very seriously. Right. New York Excel dethroned them from their five zero win streak, uh, their first match, and I've like, it's like, Dad, you got to hear about this, and he's just like, Oh, sweet! Like he was getting into it, you know. He's like, Yeah, go, you know, Mets affiliate Overwatch team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's good. We watched the we watched that match together. It was it was pretty sweet. Cool. So yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, one or two more things. Number one, our old pal Mitomo is going the way of the dodo. Come this May, better start making the memes. Yeah, we all need to make our our me emoji. Yeah, for the Slack for before the Slack. it gets shut down. Just 
take the pictures, take the screen grabs, and send them to Tyler. Wait, is it this Thursday? No, it's in May. Oh, okay. I, I freaked out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you already have yours. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get mine. Are you friends with Will on on the Switch? No, his fucking his fucking profile pic is just his me sultry like laying on its side like yeah. That's kind of a throwback up. to me, Tomo. To yeah, be honest. Mine, mine's mine's doing the airplane move. He's just arms outstretched and he's like. But Will also has like a bubble face, like he has air in his cheeks, a <laughs> chipmunk face, and then Ruthie's is just her me's face, but super zoomed in. Yeah, just like. The entire face filling the screen. I'm just like every time I open my friends list, I'm like ah. I don't. I don't know why anyone went for like a game picture icon. Yeah, either. you see those ones, and you're like, come on. Like yeah. Justin's is Loser. like Link. I'm like, come on, Justin. Yeah, the me, the me, like the poses and the faces they gave the me options are just too good. I, it's the same thing I did with like the Xbox avatars. Mickey's is like her face peeking from around the frame. Like, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Um, it just it cracks me up every time I open up my Switch, and it's like this is great, this is perfect. Uh, but yeah, Mitomo. That's can't, sad. Yeah, I can't do. It's kind of. Have you? When was the last time you opened it up? Today. It's <laughs> to just get, check like, on it. The newer stuff is not good. I got spammed with like, "Hey, this just unlocked. Hey, this yeah. new outfit, new outfit, new outfit. Hey, look." I was like, "Great, man. This was like awesome for like, uh." Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. It was great. Because it's like, <laughs> hey, we're all going to play fucking pachinko and then like take silly pictures of our me's and stupid poses. Yeah. Also, like, I think that the the answers, the, the just question and answer is like a social network. So good. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. And then like the procedurally generated voice fonts, like. Yeah. Oh, it's so, it, it was Herp. so cool. Because <laughs> like, I don't care about racist uncles and like. Like, I can't, like, emotionally handle cops shooting people every day. Like, social media to me... talking about Facebook. Yeah, yeah. social media <laughs> sucks. But, like, social media when it's just like, what are my friends answering to questions? So good. Yeah. Oh, like, there was the fake-out question that was, like, how many flowers do you see in a field? Yeah. And then you have to say something, but then, like, the actual answer that people... Or the actual question people are saying is, like, how many people love you or something? Yeah. And people are saying like billions. Aww. And someone's saying zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, it was great. Um, there's a good pick. I made one because there's a pancake suit. Yeah. There's a matching pat of butter hat. And then there is one where it was I, me proposing to Wendy, but I was the pancake suit, and then Wendy was the pat of butter. Oh, that's pretty good. I think I I think I saw the pat of butter hat and I'm just I need that. I'm never gonna change it. I'm like always gonna have a bit of butter on my head. Also, I had one where it was me in that pose, just like laying on my side, like I would be on a bearskin rug. But it was me on my side, and then a completely black field, and they just said "Pancake" by Dylan, <laughs> in like a scripted font. Uh, uh, I feel like uh, I got I hit peak Mitoma when I got the the strongman outfit and the tomato head. Yeah, you were strutting around that tomato head for a while. That's like literally like I can't. Every time I'm like, time to change things up. I'm like, this is the best. (laughs) I had a pastry shirt or no, it was breads. So it was like a button up shirt, but it was just like a baguette and loaf of bread and just all that stamped across the shirt. And I'm like, this is great. They thought of everything. Yeah. I had like a really classy three piece navy blue suit for the longest time. And then they had like the perfect uh, Namco, like Pac-Man cherry lapel pin. 
Damn. <laughs> put that. And I was just like, I felt like it was good. I'm, Classed I'm it up. God. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now my me's wearing a, a Super Famicom logo hoodie. Which also looks like good. just the three ovals. It's I mean, no, it's, it's the it's like just it's the controller. Oh, all right, but, no. but but like with the silhouette. Knocked I would out. wear like the the four the four button. Yeah, I, I that's why I thought it was originally, but like I don't know, I like the colored buttons with the with the D pad. There's also a D pad gun in uh in Enter the Gungeon, <laughs> and so it shoots in four directions, oh. and then like after six shots, you have to rotate it. And then it shoots again. And then like every fourth chamber or like there's a specific chamber dedicated for like a super powerful bullet. Uh-huh. So sometimes you get that. They think of everything now. Sliced bread. <laughs> uh, but rest in peace, Mitomo. Rip, rip Mitomo. Hardly knew you. I love you. But replacing it. See that Mario Kart uh, mobile yeah, game Mario announcement? Kart, uh, tour. Yeah. I, 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 didn't look, I just saw that it's happening, but I have like, how, do you, how would you play it? Is it just an infinite runner? Is it just that Sonic Dash game? I'm but using then you, tilt controls. You slide around on the track. I don't know if it's fun. If a game's fun, I'll play it, Will. I'm, the problem is these Nintendo games aren't fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> the issue they're running into. I'm using tilt controls. Question. What? Which of the Nintendo apps so far have you played the most? Uh, Probably Mitomo. What about you, Alex? Mitomo. For me, it was probably Fire Emblem. Like, I played a lot of Mitomo. Like, I would check into Mitomo a lot, but I played yeah. a decent amount of Fire Emblem. I played a lot not of like, Fire Emblem. Not Mike Odom levels of Fire Emblem, yeah. but I played a decent amount of Fire Emblem. I didn't touch Fire Emblem. It was, it was good. It was fun. I don't like Fire Emblem. Play it for, like, I would, no I would Advance say, Wars. I don't, I don't no think Advance I would Wars. like Fire Emblem, the game, but the mobile game is, like, fun for at least 15 minutes. Yeah, it's 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 a nice little strategy game. Bring back Advance Wars, you cowards. I mean, whatever. Chucklefish is publishing Wargroove. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I don't even need... That Tiny Metal game came out, which is also like Advance Wars. Like, very, like, explicitly like Advance Wars. Like, Wargroove, it? it's like, oh, these are knights. And, like, yeah. it's the same art style, whatever, but they're knights. And Tiny Metal is, like, that's the 3D. Yeah. Like low poly thing. Yeah, 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 Oh, where do I find this? It's on Steam. It sounds like my jam. Tiny Metal. I don't think it looks good. It doesn't look that great. I think it looks kind of crappy. Advanced Wars, but I think, tiny, I'm sure, low poly. I think it plays fine. I heard it's kind of like, kind of on the easier side. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. Check it out. Tiny just, modal. Tiny metal. Tiny metal. Um, but it's like, there's just aspects of it that like, oh God, if they just like, they're so close to hitting the bullseye. <laughs> yeah. They just missed the mark. And and everything's voice acted, but it's all Japanese. So you're just sitting there listening to all this Japanese VO. It's just very loud and very. And the main character is like bug eyed. I don't know. There's just enough things that put me off to that that I'm just like, I'm gonna wait for Wargroove. It's also on Switch. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I hate how that looks. I'm I'm, I'm not. I like the. I remember liking the way it looked uh, before I saw a video of it. Yeah, mm, like in okay. in stills, it looks good. Yeah. Once it goes in motion, you're just like... It doesn't look terrible, really. It just doesn't... There's something off about it. Yeah, it's just it's just off. It's just like... It feels like an a, a Advanced Wars knockoff in a bad way. Yeah. It feels like they got like 90% of the way there. And then they just missed it. They missed the shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Mitomo, Will... Any anything about uh, global game jam you want to talk about? Uh, it was fun. 
It was cool. I like that. You know, the library that was actually a pretty yeah, good. Yeah, we're gonna try and get it next year. Not not depot. No, depot sucks. I don't think it sucks. The depot is cool, but this place is better for us. I think. I hate sitting on those high ass chairs yeah. at the depot. That's my big complaint. Yeah, but games look all Moments team's game was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, uh, Emily made a game. Emily made a really cool Pico Eight game. The global game ham. Yep. <laughs> just a ham radio operator, but like with some like cyberpunk aesthetic to it. So good. Man, I missed out. I don't know. I'm glad I took a break after traveling a bunch. Oh yeah. I, I needed that weekend. I did come in for a little bit. I just had too much going on. Right. Plans Saturday and Sunday. But Moments game sounds really good. Might colon pen and sword. Yeah. That's cool. Tom Fulp was apparently really jonesing about it, so yeah. they had him put it on new grounds and now it's on the new grounds Featured front page. It. Tweeted about it. Retweeted. Yeah. Get that feech. Um, any other games you want to showcase? Are they going on the website? Uh, what? <laughs> the RVA Game Jams what, website. RVAGameJams.com. Yeah. Yeah, when when's, when's that getting updated? Will? Is it still up? <laughs> I need to. I was seeing these recent games on there. Will. It kind of needs another facelift. I think. I don't know. I like the. I like the look of it. But like maybe some more functionality yeah for lack of a better word is it is it responsive no i get that response yeah i get that responsiveness speaking of uh websites by the way someone oh. might be huh officially being incorporated soon <gasps> incorporated oh, wow. or someone someone might be getting another website soon Ooh. <laughs> who's this? Who this really talking about me cool <laughs> yeah hey well, that's cool i yeah. feel like the the journey of you incorporating Began on Wordcast. It's, yeah, along with that 30-minute lecture. Thanks, yeah. Dylan. You're welcome, asshole. <laughs> Branding, Brandier Games LLC? Um, Can we look forward to that? or? Yeah, I'm not sure what the official uh, suffix is going to be. Um, doing that fancy Kickstarter, like, I'm like a non-profit, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me your money. Yeah, I am... I, um, well, this is like my mom's job for the longest time when she worked in New York was this very situation was getting companies spun up. Oh, and cool! So she was just like, "Yeah, let's sit down and do that one day." And like and it might be uh, tonight. She's not a CEO. CPA. She's, oh, oh. Um, is she an accountant? I believe for <laughs> look, man. I don't know the exact term. <laughs> Well, well, she's not CEO. Just glossed we, over. We figured out that much. She's not a CEO. <laughs> she's not a CEO. <laughs> um, she's handled a number of of uh, jobs, both administrative and not so much, uh, for a while. Cool. Um, she's worked for advertisement agencies. She was a patent administrator for a while, That's I think. Cool. Um, but for a short time, she worked with the same exact law firm. Uh, she worked with a law firm in New York that would um, get companies spun up, essentially. Cool. So yeah, she was just like, "Let's sit down and I'll 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 do that with you." And I'm like, "All right, cool." More of an R two D two. That's it. Yeah. A C three P O. Yeah. Not a, a CEO. A BB eight, if you will. Um. Cool. Well, maybe that'll happen in time for playthrough. That's exactly the plan, actually. Awesome. So, yeah. So Alex and I are going to be at playthrough. I'll Ooh. be showing off peak. Ooh. Alex will be showing off playground. It will. We'll be next to each That's other. That's a lot we're of be, peas. We'll be booth buddies. Nervous as hell. Peek in play, playground at playthrough. Yeah, you can peek at playground at playthrough, but you can play through peek 
at a playground. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, most of my levels are all still gray box, so I'm just kind of sitting here like frozen, like, oh, dear God, <laughs> join the club. Yeah, you, n- you always never get enough work done I, um, before a con. I, I, and I know there's like actual bugs I have to fix first. Like, I would be mortified if someone clipped through the floor again in public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it's, a, it's a feature, it's a feature, yeah. yeah. It's all right. You're just out of the game. Ooh. You're gone. You got power up. Everyone else keep playing. <laughs> uh, you, so you plan on doing four-player split screen? Uh, I've got to find a fourth Xbox controller. Um, which, anyone happen to have a fourth? Yeah, you can use mine. <laughs> you got a three. Oh, you got 360s. I need... Oh, you need Xbox, Xbox One. One. Oh, wow. I'm Fancy. I'm using uh, Xbox One. Jeez, snob over here. Yeah. <laughs> Get on it, Will. <laughs> Will hasn't demoed a game in forever, so he yeah. doesn't know that it's like <laughs> that there's a new Xbox. Back in my day. <laughs> uh, demoed with the Duke, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's coming back. Why the is it coming back? back? Yeah, it's the Duke Why? is back. Why? Oh yes. Why? Yes. Did you? So you can... Okay. Did you see the story of why it's coming back? I don't know. It's probably because like <laughs> Phil Spencer like slammed his fist on his desk enough. I want the Duke. I think it. I think it was Spencer who apparently he, he was like actually behind the design of the first Xbox controller. Oh, okay. Right. And and like apparently when he um. He he sent some specifications, but wasn't keeping closest tabs on that. He was more or less working on like you know what the original Xbox looked like, and he was telling the story of apparently how when he went to the stage to show off the Xbox for the first time, and they handed him the Duke. That was the first time he had seen it, and he was just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> like was just like, "All right," <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he got crushed by it, <laughs> and like. He uh, drove off in it, <laughs> <laughs> and and then later it was just like that was the worst thing we have we have ever made. And then apparently, <laughs> well, right, no, not the worst thing in the world, but it was it was pretty bad. And then later, apparently, was just like going through some old stuff in his office and found like some dupe prototypes, posted them to Twitter, and because. Twitter's insane and dumb and stupid. We Every- want Sashawat sauce and we want the Duke. <laughs> Everyone is just so freaking driven by their nostalgia goggles, I guess. They were just like, oh, yeah, the thing was awesome. Bring it back. And then they. Microsoft's like, the meme dollar is big this year, boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to rake in that meme money, apparently. Meme money. Even though it was the one of. I don't know. Maybe it's not like Wiimote bad or N64 bad, but that. I don't know how, I don't know. At least the N64, like you could hold relatively comfortably once you got the idea of how to hold it down. Until you play that Mario Party mini game where you carved a hole into your palm. God, yeah, that was Jesus. Um, with with the Duke, you're only just getting carpal tunnel. Right, with the Duke, you're just like, how the hell do I? Hold you're building what? upper arm strength. <laughs> strengthening your tendons. <laughs> you should get a Duke. I don't. You should demo play. <laughs> playground oh, that is so cool oh, Jesus Christ. yes yes <laughs> god we gotta do that we apparently gotta do it's that. got a screen in the center though does it really oh the, the new the, one the, yeah the, it's With not a little big, bubble thing like it used to be just a like a really dumb looking xbox sticker yeah now it's like an actual lcd screen. mine was always like off <laughs> yeah <laughs> I saw the ones that were like not perfectly centered it's like god damn it come on guys and <laughs> always get already gotta use this monstrosity 
<laughs> Man, Xbox controllers, best controllers. There. I, My now, now having played several days with the PS4 one, I still prefer Xbox, but I don't hate PS4 as much. Well, the as DualShock I did. 4 is like miles ahead than any other DualShock controller. Yeah, fair. that's for sure. What the hell is the touchpad? Like, what? What is that for? That's an, that was an accident, I think. It's yeah. a big, it's a big button. Yeah. It's literally two the, buttons. Well, apparently it's, it's, it's two. Yeah, you can yeah. hit like left or right side oh, really? of it, and it's two different it's so functions. Bad. Yeah. Well, in in uh in Horizon, it's the map button. It's yeah, really just click the ma- click. The- Same in Monster Hunter. Yeah. You use it to pull up your your map. Weird. It's the best is like people having to make this fucking icon for it for their UI. It's like, all right, how do we make this look good at like a small enough thing? Yeah. Also, I constantly, it tells me hit X, and I constantly hit what is it? square yeah i do that a lot. i'm like fuck this fucking fuck yeah same with nintendo oh oh the nintendo one's the worst yeah they reverse is up top <laughs> reversed x and y and then they reversed a and b and i'm like what is going on yeah and then and then but like but because b's at the bottom it's now or wait b's at the bottom is b at the bottom on the on yeah the, yes on the switch yeah you're like i can't even believe it now it's <laughs> it's it says it B is then becomes the affirmative for everything. So like an enter yeah. the gungeon, B is affirmative. So talk about someone you hit B. I'm like, this is a monstrosity. I still fuck it up. There needs to be like what what is what is like the FCC or or trade commission or something has like standards and practices. Right. And just like this control. is how you make a PCB slot on a motherboard. It's just, if it is anything different, you have fucked up. Just have that for video games. Like this but is specifically just face buttons. Like yeah, I don't give a shit is, about the rest of it. Just the face buttons. This well, the is, is the, the rest of it is pretty well standardized. Right. Like you got you got shoulders. You got triggers. You got D pad. Yeah. You got analog sticks sometimes. And then there. you got four face buttons. I don't know. Okay, the one big problem I have with a PS4 controller: why are the sticks uh, con- uh, concave? Like they're rounded out on the top. Oh, I don't like, know. Like Xbox figured this out years ago. They're supposed to be convex. You can dig into them. You know, it's so got you a little bit of your... convex. It's got it's a got little both. bit, but not enough. I'm still slipping off them most of the time. I need like a slip cover. See, or that's something that's for the it. thing. That's, you're speaking concave is when it's sh- that's it. Cutting okay, yeah, concave it's, it's when it's bowled out. You said concave twice. Yeah. Oh, convex. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's. <laughs> I do that a lot. You're confusing me, Dave. Yeah, it's easy because cave. Right. Yeah. Okay. Concave. Convex. PS4. PS4 controller has that convex dome that I feel like if I'm trying to push it, it's like push it from the opposite end. You know. This you is what like... I was saying the other day, though. Like you hold it differently. It's a it's a completely different paradigm that you have to get used to. Paradigm. Parading, I'm sorry. <laughs> but like Xbox controllers, you're supposed to grip, and then you're you're only supposed to like lightly hold a PS. That's the problem. That's the problem with the previous Dual Shocks is that I would grip it like an Xbox controller, yeah. and then I would have this terrible palm pain. Yeah, because like the plastic would just be stabbing into the center of my palm. So I'm trying to do that. Like I actually thought of your advice. Like I had an anime <laughs> flashback moment of Will in my head being like, "Alex, hold it lightly, caress the Dual Shock Four. Is he like standing behind you, like Patrick yeah. Swayze and Ghost, like yeah, exactly. showing you how to hold it? Yeah. Also, He's on really, a shirt, Ghost Will. <laughs> is he also really chibi? <laughs> and so I'm, and so yeah, I'm thinking like, okay, time to hold this PS4 controller correctly. 
And and so and I'm trying, and then like later on in the game, I'll find like my hands have like naturally gone back yeah. to gripping it. I'm just like fuck, I can't. I, I don't know how to do this right. It's just so ingrained in my head. It's weird going back and forth. Yeah, I've done that. True that. <laughs> I've noticed that like I really like. I I was excited to play the Switch with the uh, the, the doggy. Oh, oh, the one splayed out a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. Just, and then the dude, and then it, you've got a controller. You're in a dude, and uh, yeah, back and forth. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't like that as much as I thought I would, and I've honestly like. I think when I'm playing Dark Souls, it's gonna just be the Joy-Con separately. Like I like Joy-Con separately a lot because you can kind of just like relax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do that with a Wii remote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's how I like. Just be a blob on a couch. I love playing Smash Bros. That way, I would just like you know arms out, like just however comfortable you like to get. It's pretty good. Not too comfortable. Not too. Yeah. Gotta still be able to wave dash. <laughs> Not in brawl, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you avoid those trips. Um. But yeah, we're gonna be a play th- playthrough, mm-hmm. playground at playthrough, playground at playthrough. Come check it out. Then, if you want, maybe peek. Yeah. Um, well, he'll, you'll be right there when people are done with me. I'm just gonna be like, oh, and check that when, guy when, out too. When Alex's booth is overflowing <laughs> with fans, jeez. Maybe maybe we'll get another Cliffy B sighting. Maybe, oh man, maybe I Cliffy B will show up and be like, tell me about this game, and then uh, he'll be like, well, I want to publish this. Be like. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Overwatch? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. He's going to be like, oh, that's kind of like something that I did in Lawbreakers. (laughs) And then you're like, yeah, I was trying to do this like gravity thing, like maybe like grappling hooks, but I thought that was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Going back old school, all right? No, this class-based bullshit. Am I right? Am I right, my man? And yeah. then just single tear <laughs> rolling down Clifford face. Uh, but yeah. Uh, well, actually, so heavily inspired by Unreal. Maybe if he was there, I'd hope he'd at least be like a little appreciative of that. Apparently, he was there for like a hot second. I didn't see him. But there yeah. was like a, the uh, what's the big charity? The streaming charity. Uh, stream games. What's oh, it Child's Play? No, the other one. Uh, Extra Life? Extra Life. There's an Extra Life booth. Apparently, he was talking to them. Okay. And then poof, he's gone. Nice. But yeah, we'll be there. Um, I'm going to be doing another panel with Tim, Chris, and Duffy, the people that run Playthrough. Ooh. Another uh, rendition of what goes into a show. Nice. That should be fun, learning about the ins and outs of running one of these conventions. Neat. 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 Talking about the growth of it, talking about about what they're doing new, what they're doing different. Um. Yeah, so that'll be... Uh, the next well, one of the next episodes. Um, to that point, we're going every other week now, instead of weekly. We're gonna try that out. See what that's like. Oh yeah. Um, hopefully, give all of us an opportunity to work on games more, <laughs> so we can talk about game development more on this show. Yeah. Uh, on top of all the other stuff we talk about. Um, or just let that news pile up for two weeks. So we don't get to anything. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be crazy. These podcasts are going to be eight hours long. <laughs> All right, we got to get through everything, boys. Um, but yeah, hopefully that'll, that uh, 26 episodes a year. We're going to see how that goes. Sounds good. We'll see how it goes. We've got 25 episodes and then a game of the year. Woo! Figure out what it is to 
We're gonna do his like, story. Dark Souls, easy, boom, we're yeah, done. Yeah, Monster no Hunter. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter no is Monster game Hunter of the year. <laughs> Just, Dylan's like, I will gladly give you Dark Souls if we take out Monster Hunter. No, I'm telling you, this out of all the years, this is I'm the so one psyched. year where Dark Souls could justifiably be on that I'm list. I'm so psyched to play Dark Souls with DS1. all my friends. Um, and then maybe maybe some Gungeon. Maybe put some Gungeon in there. Maybe Dwarf Fortress. Oh snap! Oh shit! I'm like. And Monster Hunter. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Worried about getting into Dwarf Fortress, honestly. I'm looking forward to hearing more <laughs> about Ace. Witness my the 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 depths of my insanity. Oh yeah. This real eldritch horror that is yeah. Dwarf Fortress. Um but besides that, uh we'll be doing that playthrough panel. Um next episode, I'm gonna have Felix Kramer on. Ooh. Of Finji mm. fame, Woo. of nice. Polytron fame, Woo. of the Fem Frequency Board fame. Woo. Felix have been working on a lot of stuff. They just announced a new uh, game that's being kickstarted. Um, that looks really cool. It's like a noir, like almost looks like a chalk chalkboard aesthetic in terms of the graphics. Looks really cool. Um, really excited about talking to them about it. It'll be a good episode. I'm looking forward to it. Felix is so awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that's all the stuff we have going up. Um, we'll keep posted about peak development, playground development, and whatever game Will's working on development. I have a lot of good updates. I'll save them for next cast. We need okay. to uh, we need to we need to make a, a working title for your game. Yeah, maybe the, next podcast we can work next on episode. That. Yeah, we're gonna make a working title for Will's game. Sit down and come it's, up. With it, a good the one. working title right now is literally Game 2017. <laughs> Which is happy 2018. It's getting it's a little late. depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, guys. See you later. <laughs>